The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from all, oh, I'm sorry, from Fantastic Forum Studios, Los Angeles, old habits die hard. <laughs> Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world, and if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. I'm also trapped in portrait mode. <laughs> Indeed you are, friend. Indeed you are. Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. That's actually what it looks like before the silent assassin assassinates you. Like he's looking through the slats. <laughs> right. He looks at you through portrait mode. <laughs> indeed. indeed. Next is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all about Snake Eyes, uh, the movie, the latest installment in the G.I. Joe franchise. We're going to be talking to you all about Masters of the Universe, Revelation, and uh, which is the Netflix animated uh, television show. And we're going to be talking about Comic-Con at home, which did happen this past weekend. Whether you knew it happened or not, it still happened. Comic-Con at home. So we're going to be talking about all of that. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. Uh, but before we do that, we want to make sure uh, that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this show would not happen. So uh, thanks, Scott. Hope you're doing all right, buddy. Yeah, uh, gents. It's good to be here with you all. I feel like it's been way too long, as as evidenced by uh, friggin' the 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 rust in, yeah. in today in today's show already. <laughs> it it's funny because I literally right before we did this, I shot a thing about how technology is a fickle mistress, and we don't always rise to to the occasion. I mean, there's four of us. We should be able to, you know all kind of uh fill in all the gaps as it were yeah. Yeah. but i mean yeah. Yeah. Whew, she, she's yeah. a tough one you know yeah man we're, we're definitely gaping no question yes, Larry, <laughs> no question Larry, this isn't this isn't that website this is oh, a fact oh, can't That's say gaping on youtube oh my bad i'm sorry tune into ff live hashtag ff live only fans after dark <laughs> FF after dark. I actually have that intro. <laughs> FF in the morning. <laughs> Fantastic forum guys. Talk about who has the biggest dick. 
then it's time for a woman's point of view about the topics you really care about. Welcome to All Games After Dark. It's a little outdated, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Like, what, was, did we use that? I don't remember us using that. Yeah, that was. Oh, okay. I was like, what? What is happening? I was like, I don't. Re- like, I did not sign off on that. That's one of those <laughs> uh, dry board ideas that we just never got to. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I love. I love how unfazed Jay is by the whole thing. Jay's like, oh. Well, he's on a delay, so he'll hear it in twenty seconds. Oh, is Jay on a delay? No, yeah. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Is Jay, is Jay frozen? <laughs> Jay's frozen? I forgot that I gave Mo like all those clips from before. Like it started playing, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, was it what I hate? <laughs> like you used your mind, Oz. You're just that powerful. Did I give you Christian Corner? No, no, you didn't give me that one. What is Christian Corner? Oh, you. When we talk eschatology. Yeah. It, it it really came up more on two dicks on two dick. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, two dicks on two dick is the best show that we're not actually producing. 100%. 100%. Yeah, we're not because you're not part of it. It's, just yeah, me it's, and a, it's the greatest show you've never seen. It's the booster yeah. gold of this network. Got it's the $1,000 tier on Patreon. You're right. There, there is. We, we should just do that. We should just do that tier. Oh, it's there. Uh, okay, good. Good. Let's do it. Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome to the show, folks. This is what it is, just in case you're wondering. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is what we do here. But we're also going to talk about some comic book stuff, and we're going to talk about some video game stuff, and we're going to talk about some TV and movie stuff. So, you know, there's that, too. So, anyway. Um, oh, we should have the uh, the intern... Talk to us or tell people how to get down with the show. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. I still feel like we should update that because I don't think we're ever going to get a Skype call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Half the people listening... Don't even know what Skype is. It's all about the Zooms and the TikToks these days. It's, wow, wait, dang. You made yourself sound real old just now, Oz, because you put a the in front of them. We're not even streaming on the face page. <laughs> we're, we're, we are 100, 100% live on MySpace right now. So, you know, it's all good. They actually have no lag or latency. MySpace? Yeah, because nobody's on it. <laughs> there it is. So that's funny. Um, uh, the, I, if you're watching and you're used to watching on Facebook, uh, sorry, we didn't get, we didn't start on time, and you know we 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 decided to push forward. So if you're used to watching on Facebook and you're watching us on uh, on YouTube or you're watching us on on Twitch, thanks. We appreciate that. Like you you did, you put in the extra effort to make sure that you tuned in today's show, and we appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, you know, tell the other people why you're why you're here. You're like, hey, come come to this link. Hector chat, chat says one eight hundred collect on Skype. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, gents. I guess we should. Uh, wait, is there anything else that I forgot before we get into it? Like, I I, I did all the housekeeping, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. 
You forgot okay. to get here on time, but yeah, that's that's we're we're already here now. Yeah, look, it's been it's been a while. It's been wild, man. It's been a wild yeah. time, but I've tried to make it. I've tried to make it happen. I'm happy to be uh, here with you all in this moment. So hopefully, it will continue to to oh to hit my my mic my mic got all got all wonky for a second but hopefully it'll uh continue to gain in momentum right well soon you guys will be quarantined again so yeah i mean listen california's doing its best man like honestly it's so funny because i had all my peoples that are like why don't we just do what florida does florida and california are basically the same thing wherever it does if it do for do and it's like listen now, now we know why we didn't do what Florida does. I think, I think even the people that were the naysayers before, I, I, I was trying to hit them with facts. I was like, dude, you're talking about Florida versus California, that's, and it's like, that's, the wrong, that's huh? the wrong way to do it. Giving them facts, you got to You got to talk to their emotions. You got to talk to their belief systems. Yeah, no, you and you're right. You're right. I, I can't, I can't knock you, but I'm just saying, like in my mind, I was like, I, I hit them with. There's twice as many people that live in California than Florida. <laughs> like, period. To me, it's like, yeah, they're both yeah, big states. But in Florida, they're twice as old. It evens yeah. out. No, that doesn't even happen. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to my trip down there. So all you guys have to wear a mask because I'm not vaccinated. No, you Listen, have to wear a mask because we're vaccinated. No, no, no. Why? Even the vaccinated have to wear masks now. No, no. Ask the CDC guidelines as of no, the, today. The vaccinated are supposed to wear masks indoors as well. Or yeah. around somebody that's not. So I'm going to walk around. I'll wear a mask too, but so will you. Well, it's my right. It's my freedoms. My freedoms. But no, nah, man, listen. None of I don't think any of us here are going to be all up in arms about wearing masks. Honestly, it's like, I, like I, we, just, we just want this joint to be over. Like, you know, and I would like, I would, I'm hoping everyone gets on this page like everyone acts like they don't like they really want it to be done, but then nobody wants to do the thing. No. Yeah, to make it's it done. Like a, a saying my mom used to say: "Quiere comer pescado, pero no mojarse el fundillo." Well, I don't see an incentive that to it. That I, if you you want to eat fish, but you don't want to get your fucking asshole wet. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's such a good saying. Yeah, but Elvira Magnum original. <laughs> yeah, man. So I need I need everyone out there to get their assholes wet mm-hmm. so we can get out this pandemic. Do it. Do it. Like that sounded really weird. <laughs> that sounded really weird. Par for the curse, of course. <laughs> it feels like oh. my curse. <laughs> But yeah, man. So uh Wow. Wow. Okay. What do you all feel like talking about first? Because uh, we got a lot that we can cover here. So I don't know. Uh, I didn't watch uh, Snake Eyes. So if you guys saw that, you guys go ahead and I'll just uh, pop open this and listen. No, well, listen, I, I, I didn't get to watch Snake Eyes either. So oh, I'm, I have questions. I want to hear. I want I want to hear what you all have to say about it because I know Jay and Oz, you both got to see it. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you look just not on delay. Jay's Jay's just like, hey, you know what? 
when when you all rise to the occasion of of my of of my saying something my, my interaction that's when i'll interact so here's hoping we, we're I interacted earlier but you talked over me oh damn it what'd i say or what'd you say more importantly <laughs> i don't remember that was like way at the beginning of the show no see so why are we it's bringing up all this stuff, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a second and a half delay so snake eyes the movie uh supposedly a G.I. Joe Origins film. Uh this movie is not about Snake Eyes, not the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. And <laughs> in fact, the this movie was so not written to be a Snake Eyes movie that even the people in the movie stop calling them Snake Eyes. They just call them Snake. Like they they're not they're not even trying to pretend at any point. Uh we we know uh what's what's the guy's name that plays uh snake uh something gold Henry Golding Henry Golding, Golding. right um great guy does yeah, a good job everybody right I thought he was the guy from the raid no he's the guy from Crazy Rich Asians the guy from the raid was the hard master okay well anyway um God, this movie. Everybody in this movie does their job, and they do a great job. Baroness's accent is a little wonky. Like I don't know what accent she was trying to do. She was trying to do at some point. She speaks Japanese, and that to me sounded better than her English. <laughs> the Japanese accent was the one she yeah, yelled the well, most. But you know what? I don't speak Japanese, so hey, if you speak Japanese and you saw it and. Let, let us know well, how was her Japanese accent because her English accent was way, way it, it well it, whatever accent she uh, probably not English accent I don't know whatever whatever accent she was trying to emulate did not work. I I will say that on the cartoon, I feel personally that Baroness's accent's a little hard to nail down. Like Baroness, like is, is, is do you all know what accent that's supposed to be in the cartoon? Russian. Right. Supposed to be wait. You said Russian, and then you said Cro Croatian. Uh, Pro Russian. Pro Russian. <laughs> it's it's the same general area. Okay. Especially back then. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, like this. First of all, if you're a GI Joe fan, you know this isn't Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes isn't even a Japanese dude. Like that dude has blonde hair and blue eyes. He doesn't talk, and I thought, okay, so this movie is gonna is gonna be how he becomes Snake Eyes. He becomes that guy that doesn't talk, and he has to wear the suit because he doesn't wear the suit because he's a ninja. He wears the suit because he's like horribly disfigured, right? So I thought this is all the stuff that I'm gonna see in this movie. Is is nope. Snake Eyes horribly disfigured? That's why he's got the the thing, right? Am I wrong, Jay? Um, he's not horribly fig disfigured. He does have a scar. Uh, across his face, but he's not like Quasimodo or anything. Snake Eyes has a scar across his face? It's from the accident that took out his voice. I, I thought it was on his throat. I thought it was... Like, uh, he does have a thing on his throat too, but like, he did he get like, chopped in the throat. Oh. The point is, 
this this pretty motherfucker is pretty at the beginning and at the end. As far as him not being able to talk, the last words spoken before the, the credits begin are from him. So you don't even get that. <laughs> well, we, we knew that this guy was not, this movie was not going to be a silent snake eyes. Like, we knew that, right? He could have got there towards towards the ending. His outfit is just a random thing. Like, they just they just hand it to him. Like, here you go. You're, in the last, like, 30 seconds, it's like, here you go. Here's this tactical ninja outfit that you can wear. And he's just like, okay. Uh, honestly, in this movie, I felt... And I will say... I will I say that, for, uh, that we knew he was... Wait. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Here you go. I will say we knew he was going to talk in this movie, but there was always the hope that they would get his voice at the end. So as far as that's concerned, like we didn't yeah, get that. that. Was, that's what I was expecting at least. Yeah. I was expecting by the time he's got the suit, his voice is gone and he's just snake eyes, but no, we, we don't get that. I felt more. I kind of felt bad for storm shadow. Like Stormshadow felt like the hero in this movie. I mean, Snake Eyes is a is a dick. Like he's just backstabbing everybody. He's getting people killed. He he does not care about any anybody. Storm Shadow brings them into his home. It's like make, make yourself at home. You're gonna be part of my clan. You just have to pass these these tests that to prove yourself, and you're part of my clan. And you know he goes through the whole spiel and. Snake Eyes just straight up stabs him in the back. Just like I, by the end of this movie, I felt bad for Storm Shadow. Dude went through some hell. Now, I'm sitting here listening to you. And I'm like, wow, that seems like a strange way to characterize Snake Eyes. But but then I do remember that I'm talking to Oz. And sometimes you think that the bad guys are the good guys and the good guys are the bad guys. I mean, I understand that no, Storm I, Shadow be the bad guy, but didn't feel like it in this movie. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. No, Oz is 100% on this. Like, he nailed it. Like, Storm Shadow is the hero. He just makes one simple mistake, and it kind of fucks with his head to, like, turn him bad. But, dude, Snake Eyes has been... Like, from the jump, he was a, a plant to betray him. Like, that's the only reason he went with them was to betray him. And he just stays, like, this traitorous asshole for, like, two, the two-thirds of the movie. Wow. Like, I'm looking into the chat. I see Derek H. here. Says, well, Snake Eyes is a dirty, dirty orphan. I don't look. Is that... Uh, is there any double meaning behind that? That sounded weird. <laughs> I think Derek hates Asians. That's an or, Asian. Or, or, or is it orphans that he hates? Maybe both. Yeah. It, the the way he gets his name is is dumb. I get what they're. You to love the origins, Oz. That's your favorite part of these movies. I. Do. But the thing is, they didn't even do the right origin because uh, he would have liked the origin of the of the costume, like. If they did that right, that would have been oh, his. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I said, the origin of the costume is, hey, there's a minute left in the movie. Yeah. Here you go. You're part of our clan, even though we just 
you know, throughout the the this, the, the next guy in line by family blood, you you random stranger that has been here for three days get this amazing tactical outfit from our clan that nobody else has. By the way, like it's it's like some special, and he's got a special sword. He's, he's the Black Panther of the of the GI Joe. Yeah, practically. And <laughs> wait, why is he the Black Panther? Because it's a it's a ceremonial thing for a lineage thing, and they just gave it to him. So you know, technically, he's the next Black Panther, but you know, usurper. Mm. So it'd have been like if they made uh, Killmonger the Black Panther. Well, technically, it's a family line, so it would have been okay. But yeah, oh, it's okay. like somebody else did it. Tiger Claw asks, "What did we? What did Tiger Claw became Black Panther? <laughs> Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw's the next Snake Eyes." <laughs> Scarlet, in with all the GI Joe stuff, felt like it was just pushed in. This movie, and this kind of answers Derek's next question, which is: Is the origins better than the Wolverine origins? Yes, this movie is better than Wolverine origins. <laughs> Here's the thing: I, I think this is a, a a decent modern day ninja story that they slapped the GI Joe label on. Mm. Threw in a, a a Joe, threw in a Cobra, to to sell it. And if they hadn't done it, if it would have been just like a, a modern day ninja story, it this movie actually would have been pretty good. Uh, there would have been confusion over who the hero is because like like Jay like Jay agreed, you know, Storm Shadow comes out as the sympathetic figure in this whole movie, but it it wasn't a bad movie. It's just not a GI Joe movie. Okay. So, so Wait, I mean, real quick. Oh, go ahead. Real quick, I did want to address Tiger Claw. I didn't like Scarlet. Like she looked really weird. Like normally Samara Weaving doesn't look weird, but she just really looked bad as Scarlet. Yeah, that's and that choice. Yeah, and I just want to bring up. And also, we didn't we didn't bring up the giant CGI snakes yet, <laughs> and I just yeah, felt like three of them. By the way, why are they so big ass motherfucking yeah. snakes in the fucking movie? It sounds so bad. Because snake eyes, so we have to fight three giant CGI snakes. No, 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 he doesn't. <laughs> What? Exactly. Not only, not only are they giant CGI snakes, but there's two black ones and one white one representing the uh, triangle of vengeance between Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, and a third character whose name I forget. Is a snake? Is, is that the care? Is that the person that you mentioned earlier, Jay? Who did I mention earlier? The one, the guy that plays the raid, the guy from the raid. Oh, the hard master? No, no, no. So who's the third person then? He's uh, he's the guy Storm Shadow is trying to de defend his clan against. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a there's a magic jewel, which explodes people. <laughs> Why is there a magic oh, jewel? 
called the Sunstone. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the uh, thing. Yeah, the the Storm Shadows clan is guarding the magic jewel that they're not allowed to use, but ran any rando can just grab it and like blow people up with it. So it's kind of like a family jewel. Yes, it is. Like I, so honestly, I, where does I don't mind the jewel. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. <laughs> what, Joe? Okay, continue. Continue. No, I say I don't mind the jewel. The jewel, I don't think it's that bad. Like as far as GI Joe, they would randomly have these like mystical objects. Uh, for instance, you had the episode where Baroness found a conch that could control men. So ridiculous shit like this is par for G.I. Joe. Like, that I didn't have a problem with. Cobra Commander does turn into an actual snake at one point. Wait, right? that actually happened with the conch? Yeah. Wow. Where did she find like, it? What that part was an the- episode. Do you remember what part of the world she I, found it in? I don't. Like that, like, but that was off. like that was what a fun. Fuck? That was a fun episode because you had like all the girl Joes fighting Baroness. Like, it was cool. I liked that episode. So Jerry the still I don't have an issue with. Derek in chat asks, "Who'd win in yeah. the fights?" So I don't have an issue with. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to say Chang Shi because Snake Eyes is a crappy fighter. Like they start off the movie implying that he's uh he's uh like uh like homeboy was in uh, Mortal Kombat. Like he's just a, a cage fighter, and they they say they say okay, so you you go from town to town and and get in these and do these fights until people stop betting against you, and then you move on, and that's how you're making your living. Blah 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 blah. But then, like the first time he fights uh, somebody from the from the ninja clan, he gets his butt kicked. Like he just he's getting knocked around. He's he's not the fighter they told me he was in the in the opening sequence. <laughs> Wait, I mean, realistically though, if a guy is doing like backyard brawling or whatever and fighting people, like say a cage fighter, say he. Th- so let's say he's a legit cage fighter, right? And he's beating up all the cage fighters. And when you're talking about a cage fighter fighting like a movie ninja, because I mean, you know, ninjas are really like, I mean, obvious. there's like real life ninja, then there's like movie ninja. Like a cage fighter shouldn't be able to fight a movie ninja, right? Yeah. Maybe, but I mean, I mean a dude kicked his butt while holding a, a bowl of water. But if it's like blood sport, like it's anything goes, right? Yeah, but right. a ninja doesn't fight with rules. But that's what I'm saying. In blood sport, there are no rules. Yeah, but like that doesn't help the cage fighter. That helps the ninja, right? Right. Oh. I mean, did the ninja lose in here? In no, no, the ninja won. Right. Like, it's so awesome. Yeah, like that's how it's supposed yeah. to go, I think, right? 
Yeah. They got Does he learn to become a ninja after he cage fights us? He gets a little better once Storm Shadow teaches him how to how to fight. Okay. But yeah. that that's when the mystic jewel comes in and people are just exploding. So like I he needs to fight. You know, Scarlet shows up and starts shooting people. At him. <laughs> Where's Duke? There's no Duke. Scarlet is the only Joe. And um Technically, Baroness is the only Cobra, although I mean she's got minions, so I guess so, they so, so is Scarlet like actually a Joe or yeah. no, okay? Because okay. well, obviously we're doing spoilers at this point. I've tried okay. to hold back some stuff, but I am yeah, no, you should hold back I'm some gonna... of it. I mean, some people yeah, still want to see it. I want but, you to you know. not only is Scarlet a Joe, but the whole reason. Snake Eyes' dad gets killed is because his his dad was a Joe. And this is 20 years before the movie takes place. He's a little kid and his dad was being hunted down because he's a Joe. He was being hunted down oh. by Cole. Is his dad like the original G.I. Joe? Like the guy in no. the uniform? No, he's just... No. Uh, I forget the name. They, they mentioned it's... Uh, I think it's from the cartoon, but the 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 guy the commander of gi joe his name is actually joe yeah okay, and okay. I, i'm forgetting the full name now but you guys know is it joe, joe gibson i don't that could be true i don't even... No, well because of the g in the i oh sheesh <laughs> uh, it was it was like general something joe General something yeah. Joe. So the guy's last name was Joe. Yeah. No. And maybe his first name. Look, I don't know. I've been no sitting there for two hours. It's not like General. The, general the, the 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 highest ranking person I know in GI Joe is is General Hawk. I think. Yeah, okay. But there could be more. like who did Bruce Willis play? Hawk. Okay. Yeah, that's the guy, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean. Was this guy's dad like the highest ranking dude, or was he no. just the original dude? Low level, yeah, he could have been tugboat. <laughs> was his dad Asian? Yes, okay, so yeah, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, fun hey. times to watch it. Where's where's like I, I we lost Jay. I was hoping he would come back so like you, the two of you could both rate it. But. We actually have a member of GI Joe with Jay. <laughs> that, Joe look, and he, he got the GI Bill. Listen, I'm pretty sure this movie is why he changed his name to Jay instead of Joe. <laughs> He's like no more. It might have been after after the first GI Joe movie. Yeah. Man. Now, uh, now I gotta know. I gotta know the name. Yeah, <laughs> I, remember, I remember Duke being in charge, and yeah, Duke, Duke, and Flint were the the two like main like leader dudes in the cartoon. And then later they introduced General Hawk, and he was over both of them. But he wasn't like field commander. Those two, like you know, Duke and and Flint were the field commanders. I, I don't remember like their last names off the top of my head 
Uh, Derek Agent said in the chat says, uh, oddly enough, his dad was in GI Joe. They're helping round up Asians during the internment time. I don't even know if that's true or a joke or what. Like, I believe it. I'm gonna say it's true. Uh, like, I was like, did the movie? Did the movie touch on that? I don't know. Maybe it does. I, I, think, I honestly like. I don't think it, it's true because that's a long time ago. Like, that'd be his grandfather, not his dad. Yeah, that was in the forties. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I thought we had show back, but he dipped out again. It's okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to look this up later. It's it's gonna bug me all night. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's a uh, snake eyes in, in a nutshell. So, by the so, way, those CGI giant anacondas uh, are not have nothing to do with him getting his name. I just thought I'd throw that out there because you might have been trying to make that connection. Nope, that has nothing to do with him being Snake Eyes. I don't think even if that was the connection, that that'd be bad. Well, like maybe he looked them in the eyes and like, you know did did this thing, and but no, that didn't happen. Hmm. Okay. Well. Uh, okay, we got Jay. You're here too now. You can hear us all right. <laughs> He's on delay, man. Any more questions? <laughs> <laughs> at, so, Look, I had a half hour of material about criticizing Comic Con at home, and now I, I can't do it. Oh, you still can. <laughs> I'm running, like without you guys watching it, I'm run, I'm running out. Especially now that we're losing Jay. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. Uh, Oz, so. At the end of the day, bud, like, would you recommend to our audience that they should go see Steak Eyes? <laughs> like, Mo was like, F this. No, <laughs> Mo was like, I don't even want to be a part of this. <laughs> if, if you're in a high-risk area and not vaccinated... Maybe not take this risk. Um, right. I, I went look when I went. There was there was uh, three, four other people in the theater. Uh-huh. Plenty of uh, uh, social distancing. Like we were mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, not worth the risk if if you're you know if if that's a concern for you. If if you are vaccinated. Uh, and feel like you want to take that risk, I would say save your money and I rent it. Maybe it, it's definitely worth watching. I, I did, I did enjoy it because I, at once they stopped calling them snake eyes, I forgot that it was a GI Joe movie and then Scarlet <laughs> shows up and reminds me. Mm. So yeah, it, it's worth watching. Don't expect a, a GI Joe movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it there's some ridiculousness in this movie. Like there's there's literally a moment that I and it this doesn't happen to me often, but out loud I said, "Oh come on!" Like it just <laughs> like just just stuff just happens, and it and it wasn't the magic jewel that blows stuff up. Okay, like it, it was just if you watch it, you I'm sure you're gonna have the same reaction. So what? I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil. Well, 
what was the reaction from the people in the theater when you said that out loud? Like, did they did they laugh or did they did somebody try to shush you or something? They they laughed because I I think they all thought the same thing. I'm just the only one that like I I I just had it at that point. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so so what would you rate Snake Eyes as? As a as a GI Joe movie, one and a half. Mm-hmm. As just a a movie, a fun movie to watch. Like I, I keep calling it a modern day uh, ninja story. I I'd, I'd say closer to four. Really? Okay. Yeah, it, it's actually not a bad movie. It's just not a GI Joe movie. Got it. Okay, Jay, how about you? What would you rate Snake Eyes? I give it a zero. <laughs> Damn, Jay, a zero. Yes. And that's as like as a GI Joe movie. Mm-hmm. How about as a regular piece like, of? As a, as a regular piece of cinema, I guess it's a three. But it, it's not a regular piece of cinema. It's Snake Eyes. And okay. this wasn't Snake Eyes. It was shit eyes. <laughs> uh, Tiger Claw. If he you're like, it. I mean, huh? He loved it. Well, I, I, I like, I, I need to know because Tiger Claw hasn't said I loved it or, uh, well, you know, Tiger Claw usually will def- try to defend his movies in chat, but I, no. I did notice that that was kind of absent in this. But movie. in his, uh, on his. Instagram feed and his Twitter feed and Facebook feed. Like, oh, I love that. I can't wait for the sequel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Isn't the sequel like the first G.I. Joe movie? I don't know. I don't know. I well, actually, the story doesn't line up with the first G.I. Joe movie. Like, the origin for Storm Shadow is completely different in the actual G.I. Joe movies. Like, they explore that. And this is like a completely different origin. There you go. Derek H in chat says General Hawk gave up all his power to Sergeant Slaughter because Slaughter was so much more manlier than him. Well, Derek it's the, the the larger the chin, the higher the command. There it is. He, he, Derek H also asked, who would win in a fight? Snake Eyes or Black Widow? Jay, what do you think? Who would win? Snake Eyes or Black, Black Widow? Widow? Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, she's yeah, got some of that super soldier in her. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a you're being a, a crude euphemism or if you're. Well, just that she's in, just the, in the MC in the MCU. I mean, they spent some time together, but in the comics, doesn't she have like a a version of it that makes her slightly mm-hmm. like not super strong, but closer to peak human? Nah, well, it's I all. Think you know, I don't think you know your comics, Lawrence. Okay. He does. I'm telling you, she does. <laughs> well, first of all, get her gender right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like, nah, man. Like, the the red room chicks don't have super soldier serum. In the comics, uh, not the movies. I'm, I know I'm, you know the movies. I'm, but talking, I'm, talking, about, about I'm talking about the comics. Whatever. Okay. Silence. Uh, silence. Uh, now, who's in the fight uh, between a three way? Black Widow. Snake Eyes 
and Jack Black Widow. Oh, Jack Black Widow. <laughs> I can't believe you said you'd see that. Well, look, Disney. On, Jack, Jack, Jack Black Widow is way more entertaining than what you all saw with the Snake Eyes movie. I can tell you that. Like You could tell me that. He could probably pose better, too. <laughs> uh, so right. zero from from uh from Jay and Oz did we get what you said? Uh if if oh, you're ahead. if you're expecting a Jay Joe movie one and a half, if you yeah. just want to watch a ninja movie four. I, I feel like this might be this has to be the lowest rated thing we've ever ever had on Fantastic. Like, I would give it four and a half if they got rid of the uh, the GI Joe stuff. How about the CGI snakes? <laughs> like four and a half with the G- CGI snakes still. As ridiculous as they are, they serve a purpose. Cinematically, they 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 do serve a purpose. You could have done the same thing with a regular ass, like uh, like actual, like put a cobra down there. And, and go along with the G.I. Joe theme that he has to overcome, you know, these cobras and save your save your money on the CGI. Right. But, hey, you know, but what do I know? It's like what you're saying is is kind of like a, a deeper thematic uh, storytelling, which from all your both your reviews, whether you're a G.I. Joe fan or just a fan of movies, is not what they're trying to do with this movie. Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't know. Like I haven't seen it, but the idea that uh, three giant uh, CGI snakes, and it's not even why they call them snake eyes. Like (laughs) (laughs) it, it 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 seems kind of like superfluous. I don't know what that word means, but I feel like it fits. The whole re the whole reason they call them snake eyes, it just doesn't make any sense. Because he was gambling, right, and he lost. No. No. They try to do this Harvey Dent thing with one of the Marauders. Wait, um, the Marauders in this? They don't say it by name, but yes. Uh, he's a Marauder. And uh, he basically rolls these loaded dice to decide if people live or die. Wait, there really aren't dice? Oh, jeez. Okay, we should stop. Let's just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Larry's like, I gotta see this. <laughs> I know, it, it, yeah, I, I'm a risk getting the Lambda variant to see this. <laughs> listen, listen, oh, dude. sat in chat says, I am correct. She has a Russian version of the Super Soldier Serum. Booyah. That's from a real nerd. What what is what is that even? There's no Russian. Well, okay, that's not true. There's no not no Russian version. But yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not. Her, Black it, doesn't have a, a, yeah. a version of the Super Soldier Serum. Okay. All right, Mister Smith. Uh, well, look honestly. So, should we move on to Masters? Uh, real quick, just Derek. Derek does have Marvel uh, Unlimited, and he got it as part of a Mo deal, so he should know oh, better. Stuff. And Derek hates me, so the fact that he's agreeing with me says a lot. It's not that Derek hates you, it's that he hates himself and takes it out on everybody. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, Masters of the Universe is where we should go next, because I actually, well, I watched some of it. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, oh, are we? Look, we. I guess we didn't play a theme for the first one. Huh? Should we play? Well, those didn't. Those didn't need themes because we don't have like a regular cinematic. Oh, I thought we had theater. But that's comic book theater. Oh, okay. and and for adaptations, GI Joe doesn't count. Because they don't have enough comics? No, that's a nostalgia theme. Oh, got you. And then that would be for this whole episode, technically. Oh, okay. Because okay. we're nostalgic about going to Comic-Con. We're nostalgic about He-Man. I wore a sleeve of shirt because of He-Man. All right. Even though he's not uh, here. Yeah. But, okay. So, let's uh, let's talk about Masters of the Universe uh, Revelation. Who who wants to talk about what what this is? I don't know. Jay, take it away, okay. Joe. Say what? I said take it away, Joe. Or yo, Jay. Okay. Masters of the Universe is about the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor basically breaking the entire universe and Tila has to help put it back together with the help of Orko, Robot, I think it's Roboto, Beastman, and Evil Lynn at the direction of the Sorceress. Uh, so they go journey, like a hero's journey, they go to hell, they go to heaven, and they basically bring back magic to the world, saving the universe. The end. <laughs> well, no, it's to be continued. Like, <laughs> to be continued. Oh, just the first five episodes. Indeed. Let's start there. How'd you all feel about it only being five episodes? Uh, or, or I guess Mo, you didn't get to watch the whole thing, so I watched two episodes. Okay. Does it matter I, to you that it's only five altogether? What do you mean? Like the They've only released they're only released five episodes. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Okay. Like I, I don't see why you know, in this day and age where they can give you stuff on demand, like they could give me thirty or they could give me one. And if it's good, I'll enjoy it. I just don't like the wait in between. And usually with Netflix, when they do like a five thing, like within a few months or so, you're going to get the next five, you know? Gotcha. So they're they're pretty like, you know, when they give you a full thing, then it's like, oh, shit, I got to wait five years. And then the kids from Stranger Things hit puberty and it's weird. <laughs> How about you, Oz? You have any issue with five apps? Mm, no, I, I know there's five more coming. Right. I mean, right. It, you know, there there's times that I just want to get the whole thing, get it over with, get the whole story. But you know, they're still working on it. I think they they just finished like some of the the music for the last five episodes. I don't know where they are in in the animation and recording, but they're they're still working on it. They got delayed, so. Mm. Yeah, man. Take take your time and uh, make it right. Okay. How about you, Jay? You have any issue with five episodes? 
Um, my only issue was that the five episodes were so amazing that I can't wait to see the next five. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Um, there is a certain amount of controversy apparently around this show. Um, Mostly from incels. No, that's not true. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know who has the problems, who doesn't. I don't even know what the problems are. Well, apparently, people are are feeling a bit uh, duped, or some people are feeling a bit duped. A little bait and switch going on because they feel like He Man is not central enough in the story. And so here's here's what happened. So uh, random a random YouTube site that I had never heard of until this until this thing happened. Talked to somebody that that was working on the show and that person told them and they they just brought this out that that uh, this show was not a He-Man show. It's going to it's going to focus more on Tila. And so they put that out there, you know, as a as a tweet and a video. And shortly after, Kevin Smith kind of went out and started saying it's absolutely a He-Man show. He's he's the central character. He's the main focus and started calling them liars, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, he was he was going around talking about what uh, what a big uh, He-Man fan he, he was and. You know, he he used to he watched all the episodes when he when he was a little kid and couldn't wait to get home and watch them. And then you know, people started putting out videos of him saying he didn't care about He Man. You know, he there, there's there's video of him saying he hate watched it because there was nothing else. There was no other cartoons on he could watch. Mm-hmm. So he's he's talking about he's making this this He Man show, and he's a big fan and he understands how. How fans feel when when what they what they grew up loving isn't what they get. Keep in mind, Kevin Smith made a whole thing about how Tim Burton's Batman, like Tim Burton didn't understand the source material and just did a whole like made money trash talking Tim Burton for not understanding the source material. And now he's he's out there promoting this as something that he's loved when there's video of him saying that he didn't really care about it like he understood to his credit i mean he understands that he man has a place in in the in the nerdosphere Mm -hmm. but he was it was never something he really cared about so there's a lot of kevin smith lying and not not just lying but then also calling out like calling other people liars for for putting out information that turned out to be true because in the first five episodes it is not a he-man story it's a it's a tila story you know, are we doing spoilers for this yeah i mean i think yeah i think that you know that, i would yeah. say no because i did enjoy the first two episodes and i want to experience it but do for the good of the audience spoil it away well in the, i mean the first episode he-man is killed right you know and so Along with his lover, Skeletor. Right. They, <laughs> they, he, he man penetrates Skeletor oh, and, and then and love destroys the, 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 the palace. Universe. They literally have a sword fight. Yeah. And beautifully played by Mark Hamill. 
Oh yeah, that shit was amazing. I I would argue against that. And even Lynn too, like uh, was it, that was Lena Headey, right? Yeah, I, so. I didn't yeah. even like even check it, but I'm like, oh, that's that's a beautiful voice for Evelyn. Yeah, and so that's where a lot of the anger came came uh, was really just they felt like Kevin Smith told them they were going to get one thing and they didn't, mm. which is accurate. I mean, I can see that, and I, 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 I don't that feel that way. You you don't feel like Kevin Smith told people that they're getting a He-Man show? I don't feel like it wasn't a He-Man show. Like, He-Man is at the core of every episode. I would agree with that. It's but, like... But there's a difference. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead Sorry. It's not Shakespearean, but there was like a big famous play where this play is about this one dude and... All it is is everyone talking about him after he died. So the, there's no casting for that actor. <laughs> but that character is such a big part that the play is about him. And it just happens to be about a bunch of people talking about him. You know, and that character has become synonymous with like art about something. And, and he, he becomes uh, uh, something that isn't a cast member becomes a character in and of itself of that work you know like the infinity gauntlet or you know something like that where it's just so big and massive and it centers around it that it has its own gravitas in a in theatrical terms and you know the story all i well okay i'm not gonna say all let's say 90 percent of the of the controversy and 90 percent of of why people are mad is all because Kevin Smith had to say something. If Kevin Smith had, had been quiet, then, you know, or just said, look, just wait till it comes out, watch it, and then we'll talk. But I think, like, I think you still would have had some people mad. Yeah, obviously, because you, what happens with, with He Man. But I think it wouldn't have been as big of a deal as it is now. I mean, you look, he, he's, he got on my nerves a few times. Like he started talking about, about Orko, and he was saying that that's a that's a character that nobody liked. I liked them. I don't know anybody that didn't. Like half my Final Fantasy Black Mages are named Orko. I, I loved Orko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved Orko. And the the way he go the the way he goes out he goes out like a G like that like uh, I would have shed a tear in that scene. But you know who else liked Orko was a. Uh... Ben Temple Smith, the artist. Mm. But there, there goes there when Kevin Smith talking about, oh, this is a character that everybody hated, and we're gonna we're gonna make you love him, and then we're just gonna kill him and get, and, and snatch him away so that you know to and just starts laughing. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't hate him. You just ruined like <laughs> that. That scene would have been impactful. It was it was an, an amazing scene, and. He just he's just sitting there laughing at me, you know. It's it's stuff like that that Who, who's laughing at you, Kevin Smith. Kevin or... Smith. He was laughing about killing Orko. You know, I, I mean, I, I will say that he was they, laughing about killing He Man too. Or Orko, like, I don't feel like Orko 
Some people liked Orko, but I think most people that watch He-Man weren't big Orko fans. But they didn't hate him either. Or I don't know. Do you do you know people that hate? I didn't know anybody that hated. Him. I, I I know some people that weren't fans of Orko and and definitely like, especially as the the cartoons age, they they disliked Orko more. I was a fan of Battle Cat. No, Battle Cat's awesome. But but I will say this: it's like, it's it's interesting to watch, the the, you know the I I don't I don't even know if. if maybe controversy is not the right word, but it's interesting to watch the discussion because, you know, I can see why some people feel the way they feel only because I like, I don't, I, I haven't seen any of the Kevin Smith stuff like with him. Like I didn't, like, I do remember maybe a, us covering a, a new story once maybe about Kevin well, Smith. We talked about like, oh, Tila, like Tila's hair. Cause she's got that feminine, feminist, lesbian, you know, cut, Kind of looks like mine, but better style. Cut. It's, it's just That's just that. what it's referred to. Yeah. It used to be like the Boy Meets World guy cut. Yeah, it used to just be an undercut, but it just it's, it's kind of culturally appropriated. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. But it's like, you know, I can definitely see like in the marketing of the show, you know, I thought it was going to be a He-Man show from the stuff I saw. And, you know, I like, I guess there were people apparently, like, after the fact, I've seen people say, like, oh, they knew that it was not, it was going to be a Tila show from the trailers. And I'm like, I don't know what you saw in the trailer that made you think it was going to be a Tila show. Like, I don't, I didn't see that. But Yeah, that's the thing. The, most of the trailer was, like, from the first episode that has He-Man in it. Okay, right. Which makes sense. Well, I mean, right. So you watch that yeah. and you think, oh, it, it's, a, it's a He-Man show. Right, right. And then, uh, you know, I watched the first episode, and I personally like. I was like, oh wow, I didn't see, I didn't see that coming. I, I didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah. And I, for me personally, I was like, this makes me more interested, not less. Like I'm like, oh wait, what are we going to go? Where are we going to go from here? Um, yeah. and. I didn't see the last episode. I, I, I watched the first the first four. I still got the, the last one. But for me Do you want I us to like... spoil it for you or no? Or do you want us to not spoil it for you? He wants you to spoil it for him. I, 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 I would prefer not. You not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I feel like like his body says like... but his eyes say yes. Like I feel like what Kevin Smith said in later interviews about like he says basically and i'm not quoting that's uh so he basically says like you know these people paid me to make a he-man show like you think it's not going to be a he-man show like grow the fuck up yeah. yeah and i feel like the fifth episode actually does set up like it feels it feels kind of like Whedon-ish, where like you kill someone just to make it more awesome when they come back and like take the reins. Mm. Yeah, hey, no, I, listen, hey. I, 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 I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched that fifth episode, but there was no part of me that felt like He-Man won't be back. There's there there and yeah, look, there is a a small part of me. 
Um, probably the part of me that's furthest along in the uh, spectrum <laughs> of emotion <laughs> that, that believes that the second half is going to be the uh, the return of He-Man. Yeah. Well, but and- that's because I know comics, I know movies, and Kevin Smith. I don't know Kevin Smith. I used to know Kevin Smith. Oh, we, we talk. We talk about. We talk about our better halves, man. My wife told me years ago that dude sold out. And I, I mean, sold out. There's nothing wrong with selling out. Like your talent. Look, if you got enough talent and skill, you're and you don't sell out. You're man. You just love eating canned beans, because like that's it. Like God gave you a gift if you believe in God that to to do something and make the most money and live abundantly with it. So you should fucking sell out and do what you do. Um, and that's kind of to the point that I wanted to say about what Joe said, where it's like they paid him a ton of money to do a He-Man show. And you're getting Kevin Smith's He-Man show, just like you got Kevin Smith's Green Arrow. You know, and that's how you got, you know, the Widening Geyer for Batman. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it, it's Kevin Smith doing, you know, or, or the Black Cat, Kevin, the Kevin Smith's Daredevil. You know, Kevin Smith's Daredevil wasn't like Daredevil fans were mad at Kevin Smith when he did Daredevil. You know, that's true. So hey, you're getting a Kevin Smith stamp on it, whether they paid him a ton of money or he's doing it for love or a ton of money, he's doing what he does. <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know if he loves. Uh, I know he loves comics. So anything comics, I know he he did it his way because he wants to do it his way and he likes that medium. As far as uh. Fucking He-Man goes, I don't know whether he loves it or not. I know I loved what he did in that first episode. And uh, I wanted to watch the rest. I had no interest in watching it at all until we had to do it for the show. And, uh, you know, I had a traumatic experience with He-Man as a child, so I, I don't, I don't, I stay away. I didn't read none of the new comics or nothing, so. Yeah, my mom gave me. accidentally swallow one of the weapons? No, my mom gave away all my my toys to some poor oh, kids. Yeah, but then she told me that the chick she was helping live in the house stole them. So this whole time I thought she stole them, and now as an adult, I'm like, you know what? This bitch just gave my shit away. Damn, I'm sorry, Mo. That sucks. Yeah. Wait, and so I, which one was the which one was the lie and which one was the truth? Did she? The lie was that they were stolen. The oh. truth was that she actually gave him away to oh. some needy kid with the you know, with with that you know why don't you give him some fucking Reeboks? Like, why, why does he need all your He-Man? Yeah, did, did she just not like them? She, she thought just out that, she, she got in there. Yeah. Yeah, look, look, my family's not the most mentally healthy people. <laughs> when we clean, we get rid of everything. <laughs> <laughs> like an entire toy yeah, line, go. I get it. She totally Kevin Smith to you. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I like I don't you know I don't read the Wildstorm He Man comics. I'm like, yeah, fuck He Man. Like, yeah, I'm done with it. <laughs> I love those toys. Like, yeah, oh, they're man. all from the same mold with different heads, but that was tight. And listen, I will say, <laughs> like, watching this show, like, I, I'm gonna say two things. And you know, hey, people. I, I, no one's gonna get mad at me because people don't care about He Man. Look, the cops are already coming to get you. <laughs> so, 
I don't know how many of you have gone back and watched old He-Man episodes, but they don't age well. No, they don't. And when I say that, I don't mean like they don't age well because they were done in the 80s, because they're 80s cartoons that obviously, like, you know, they age because they were in the 80s, but they hold up in other ways. And I'm talking about, like, He-Man doesn't hold up at all. No. Like, it's it's bad. It's bad. And I'm not saying that, like, because I, I, I like... I, I liked He-Man back in the day. I had toys. I'm, I'm And I still think of myself as a fan of Masters of the Universe in general. But going back and watching it, I'm like, dude, that joint was not good. It was like the lower end of quality when it comes to 80s cartoons. Heck, the chat says, uh, calls the authorities. Mayor just lost my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Listen, I'm sorry. I know what you mean, Larry, uh, but I, I do, uh, <laughs> I do like watching this and then trying to go watch that. Like this is a, a good thing, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, no, absolutely. And that was that was the next point I was gonna make was, but if you're a fan of those shows and those characters, those toys, and you watch this joint, to me, I'm like, dude, Kevin Smith like majorly upgraded. Yeah. All of your characters, and it's not like he messed around and like was Picked skimping and, and was like, really? "Okay, I'm only gonna talk. I'm only gonna I like." Think, I think huh? I think what he did to Tila was was horrible. Really? Yeah, he made her bad. What? How? Like she's just. First of all, what 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 part of Tila was good in the old show? Yeah, she was fun to watch. Yeah, the part where, where she, she has no personality. <laughs> Right, but the personality he gave her in this one is of a bitch. Why is she a bitch? Well, hey, okay, in, in the first it, look in the first episode, so He Man's dead, and Man at Arms just tells uh, the King and Queen that not only have they lost their champion, but they've lost their son. Uh-huh. And in that moment of grief uh, of of these two parents who have lost. The savior of their kingdom and their only child, right? Well, only one of them knew was depending on, on if Shira is existing, if they know about Shira yet. Um, Tila makes it about her, like, oh, you all lied to me, blah blah. It starts yelling Oz, at Oz, parents, Oz, Oz, you're Mexican, you've been a Mexican wake. How many of your fucking family members make don't make it about themselves? They're not Mexican. Tila's not Mexican. But that, it's a family dynamic. Like that's a real family He's dynamic. He's not in their family. Like, no, but you don't they, have a cousin named Tila. <laughs> or at least that they, or at least that they call but Tila. You, but you, <laughs> know, you understand when it comes to grief, everybody has a different way of of coping and feeling about it. Because you gotta you gotta deal with the way you gotta deal with what it is. They're gone. And you got to deal with how you feel about it. And then you got to deal with how you communicate about it. Those are three things. They're like three giant CGI snakes <laughs> that you got to dominate. <laughs> you know? And every and look, you don't, in the moment, you don't weigh out those three. You go follow one of those snakes. You know? Everybody does it. You know? But, uh, but here's the thing. I don't feel like she makes it about her because it's not like she's like, look at me. The, the the king gives her an order and she basically takes the moment to be like, nah. And she has to give the king an explanation 
And the explanation is, I'm done with everybody here. She yells at the queen. Yeah, everybody's lying to her. Yeah, well, everybody's lying to everybody. <laughs> yeah, not to everybody. Well, no, like the public and shit. You know, like, like the only queen? other person, the only <laughs> other person who kind of you get why they're as mad as they are is the king. Yeah, like yeah. the king he, is he, he's the he, king, he's the only one that really should have been mad because he. No, didn't. that's not, not the king and Tila are in the exact same position. Right. It's just and one. It, and you you understand why the king's angry, but you don't understand why Tila's angry, and it's like they're they're literally experiencing the same thing. The difference is somebody is trying to tell her what to do, and she's like, "I'm not having it," and that's all she does is say, "Hey, guess what? I'm done with everybody." And so, that's what like, so, so, she, so so she she is the the commander of of the of their military has spent her whole life in service and it's just like you know what I'm out yeah now, I'm out. that's selfishness look and then the king would be like yeah she was sucked she sucked the whole time you know like that <laughs> that's what happens when you don't agree with the pe- person giving the, the order like, the king didn't get rid of her the king got rid of man of arms who was about to retire right because Tila no, was a new man of arms but what I'm saying is yeah, it's it's gonna happen when you don't agree with the person giving you orders. Like you don't respect the, where the orders are coming from. You're not gonna want to take orders. Look, I I mean, realistically speaking, it's like all all it is is like Tila's conversation is like given what was happening and where she was at, it makes sense for her to do what she did. And the only thing from there is we just happen to follow her at that moment for the rest of the story. It's like we could have technically followed the king and saw what he does next, but realistically, it sounds like Eternia is just crumbling. So that would have been lame for us to be following, right? Like, yeah, well, maybe not. I guess Kevin Smith could have made that interesting too, because he, he's a good writer. Oz is just trying to get that uh, those incel likes. Like <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't think I don't feel like I don't feel like. Like it, her reaction makes perfect sense to me, and it was interesting because it was like, damn! Like I didn't even know Tila had a personality till just now. Right? <laughs> you know, I was like, wow! Look at Tila go! And, the thing, and realistically, you have to get rid of. of honestly, uh, go ahead, Joe. Honestly, she has had a similar personality in some of the other reboots of uh, yeah. of uh, He Man. Oh, okay. So this isn't like new, new. But I mean, I understand if you haven't been like watching every reboot of He Man because what what are know, the other reboots of He Man? It was one a few years ago. Yeah, there's one a few years ago, and then there's yeah. one where it was like in the future, like it was a more futuristic. I remember that. There's another uh, 3D one coming out soon too. I think. Yeah, but that one is for the insults. Like yeah, there've been a few. Tila, you want? Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, there've been a there've been a few. Okay. Look, Tiger Claws and Chatty asked, "Does the show have a new version of the classic theme?" I I watched four episodes and I actually don't know the answer to that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it might have, it, but it's just it, I don't like. I'm going to really, say no because none I, of us know. There's no opening sequence really, other than they show you the castle. Yeah, lightning. But the score is kind of like it, it feels familiar. But I, honestly, I don't remember the theme. I was like three years old or two years old. I, I, 
came out. I, I definitely know the He-Man theme song. I don't remember hearing it, but at the same time, I wasn't like letting the intro play for, and I, I let it play the first time for episode one, and then after that, I skipped. So, Jay, was- do you know? Um, not in the not in the ones I saw. It was just they show the castle, and then the title, and it starts. Yeah, what were you? Gonna I say also I also didn't like the tokenism in it. What tokenism? The, the King Grayskull. Oh, you probably huh? haven't got there. You haven't got to King Grayskull. Oh no. Is he like trans? But like, how is he a token? <laughs> is he a trans? I, I want to know. Like, I mean, when they race swapped. No. Oh. Uh, they race swapped them. Okay. Is that that's, uh, okay? That's I mean, because you're not going to create a new character. You want you want to put more black people in your show, you're not going to create a new character. You're just going to give them they, sloppy they, seconds. They they did that. There's literally a new black character in the show. Yeah, but it's a woman. Andrea, Andrea's not black. Not and not originally. She's not an original character either. Oh, is that not a new... That's an old character? Not, yeah. From where? Not, I think it's not from the um, from the main show. I think it was like the, the minis. I know she's not a new character. She's not a new character. Okay, what minis? There was like a. Don't be mad at me. You're I'm mad at you for not. I don't consider it tokenism. Go ahead, Joe. I don't consider it tokenism. Like, I know this happened again with the. Uh, with the Shira reboot, where they just changed the races of some of the characters, uh, like it's it's to make it more diverse. Like the original shows were not very diverse, and then these days it's like you remake a show, it's like why not add some diversity? Right, they did it with solo. Too. It's, it doesn't they, feel like they actually said. Like it doesn't feel said, like tokenism. They actually said they made King Grayskull black because they didn't think people would accept a new black character. Which means translates to me they couldn't write a new black character. But honestly, like how how does that character affect you? <laughs> what I'm well, how, do, how does how does general tokenism in society affect all of us? Does it? You tell it's me. It's not tokenism, though. It doesn't. Like, <laughs> see, I see it as like, they're tokenism. Like they're not race swapping me. Like they can't come up with an <laughs> they can't come up with an original character, right? So they're, but they're Hollywood, gonna, Hollywood can't come up with an original stories. Uh, they definitely race swap. Like them. they can't come up with anything. <laughs> so why would they? Why? Why for what? Why would them coming up with original characters in a story they're rehashing over and over again for the course of 30, 40 years matter? But this isn't a rehash. It's a whole new thing. No, it's a rehash because it's He-Man. It's He-Man and Masters of the Universe. I I would say it's not He-Man and Masters of the Universe. It's Masters of the Universe. It's It's rehashing of an older idea. 
It's a reimagining of an older idea. It's not a new creation. You're not watching Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which in and of itself is an adaptation, so it's not like it's a new idea, but the book is a new idea. Jojo Rabbit may swapped Hitler too. Oh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's imaginary Hitler, so it works. I'm it's looking in, <laughs> I'm looking in the chat. I, I was seeing Derek H say Tila Tila did lose her F boy Adam. Yeah. Uh Heck he says Heck. <laughs> Heck says Mo is selling me on this show. <laughs> With the non-token, uh, or it is back in the, back in. No, that was a little bit earlier. It's a go. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Derek A says, "Who's out? Who's out there watching E Man reboots?" <laughs> there yeah. it is. Oh man. Uh, here's uh, Tiger Claw says, "What do you think of Tila's look? Some fans think she doesn't look female enough. What does that mean?" <laughs> She's like, uh, all, all the women in the show are like. Super Atila kind of makes sense because she's a fighter, she's a warrior. A Andrea could go either way. I don't know why Evelyn is, is so goddamn buff. She, she's a mage. Like she's not supposed to be fucking able to bench press people. Look, according to the toy line, everybody could bench press everybody. <laughs> I mean, like I, I Tila looks bigger than all the other women to me. And but she kind of should. I mean, she's a she's a fighter. That she's yeah, a barbarian yeah, yeah. fighter. You expect that. That's I, 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 I agree with you. But all the is the only one I have a problem with. Like she's way too buff. Why? Like why can't she work out? Because she's a sorceress. They they right, work out right. her mind, not not their not the like she, she can could work out have, her boat. She could be toned. She can have a, she can have a hobby. Like it's she can't, is, is, is almost bigger yeah, than Tila. Hey, she can't have a hobby and eat, overeat. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't think like she doesn't look that that like that she, she doesn't look to too too strong to be. She just look. Yeah. Uh, Anybody that was judging these cartoon women's look, I want to see the girl they're fucking. What? <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> why do? Why is that the standard? <laughs> because that they, they're like, oh, it doesn't look like what I would fuck, so I'm angry about this. Like, I want to see like what that grackling <laughs> looks oh, like. I, they're I, already grackling. I, I totally <laughs> would let Tila bench press me. Like, though, that's not no. <laughs> and, and and Evelyn, like you would let Evelyn buff fuck you. I wouldn't. I... <laughs> Whoa, what? Look, he, he laughed. Like, no. he, he laughed all he coy. Didn't like, say no. Yeah. He didn't deny it. Yeah, he didn't. I didn't hear a no. I, my only problem with her physicality. Like, I still don't hear a no. <laughs> <laughs> my only problem with her is that she's a mage. She still shouldn't be that buff. That's it. That's it. She could still be buff, but not like, damn near as big as Tila. You call your mages orcos, even though they don't float. <laughs> they don't have to float. They just have I mean, to oh, oh, now they don't have to float. They have to be in blackface. You know, you know why? But you, you know why I understand. All my Final Fantasy mages are in blackface. You know why I understand you all? Because it's fucking arbitrary, <laughs> and it don't mean shit. <laughs> oh man, Ty, uh, Derek H says Tiger Claw wants all the female character scenes to take place in the kitchen. Uh. 
And then we he also says we all know that all incels have supermodel girlfriends, which is true. That I've heard and they them make all billions talk about of, them. They make billions in Bitcoin too. <laughs> or GameStop stock. <laughs> hey, whatever. Look, I respect the GameStop stock more, even though I don't like uh, look, it, they did what they did. It, it's fine, but it's not long long term shit. <laughs> I'm a more of a conservative investor. <laughs> and I've I've talked a lot of crap about this show, but I gotta say look, the animation amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, especially that first episode. Holy crap, it's amazing. Story wise, it's good. And like I, like I said, I don't, I do believe that Prince Adam will not be dead in the second half and will become He-Man. There's something else that Kevin Smith said that kind of like doesn't make sense. But if I bring it up, it's a spoiler. Okay, so don't do that. Do it anyway. <laughs> uh, but I, I do, I do expect the second half to be He-Man. He-Man will be back. And it's not a bad show. I don't even understand how you could even like when you say like not a bad show. Like I guess like don't get me wrong. Like here's the thing that I don't understand. From I say from it, I say it's not a bad show because I've just spent the last half hour trashing it. Yeah, those are just. Little, I can understand things. if people were saying, "Hey, I was expecting a He-Man show, and I'm disappointed by that." Like I was expecting a show with He-Man as like the main, the main character as the as the main protagonist, and I'm disappointed by that. I can understand that because, uh, you know, personally, I wasn't disappointed by it, but I was not expecting. I was fully expecting He-Man to be the main character, and when it didn't happen, I was pleasantly surprised just because I was like, oh wow, like it's not often I watch a show and I'm like, oh, like I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but I can understand totally why some people would be like, oh, that's messed up. But or not messed up, but I wanted something different to happen because I want He-Man. Cool. You still get He-Man in in these episodes, but it is only like a sprinkle of He-Man here and there. It's not like it's his show. Um, however, like if you're just like, hey, I'm a fan of Masters of the Universe, it's like I can't understand how you could be like, I, this is a bad show, but I like Masters of the Universe. Like, if, if you only like He-Man, okay, I guess. Like, if you only like He-Man. But again, it's like, He-Man only has so much personality. And Here's my, my, here's my thing. Yeah. Quick. The show itself is good. People mm -hmm. should watch it. Uh, the thing is the, the thing that bugs me about this show has nothing to do really with the show because it's Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith and what he said and what what he's done mm -hmm. makes me like when I watch this show, it feels like I'm watching I get the same feeling that I get as if I put on the Cosby show. What? Like that's that's Come how on, I man. Feel Are you calling Kevin Smith, right Kevin Smith the rapist? No, he's saying that makes of my childhood. <laughs> okay. No, it's just, it, dude. Like, especially after the Orko comments, like I felt like that he was personally laughing at me, like right to my face. So I do get a little bit of a, you know, 
there's something there when I watch it. And it's not the show's fault. It's all Kevin Smith's fault. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey. Look, I, I, my biggest problem with the show is not even the show. It's Kevin Smith. So, but I, I'm, look, eh, never mind. Like Mo, Mo said, how does it affect me? Will Kevin Smith affect me pretty hard? So there you go. That's why I have problems with the show because he laughed right at my face and called me an idiot. You know, he did that when he ripped off all games, too. I didn't even want to get to that, but yeah. It did happen. But I feel like... That wasn't our fault. No, no. No, no. It wasn't our fault at all. Or his. He... Yeah, it's not like... yeah. It's Scott's fault, right? Like he was telling him all about... He gave him all the secrets. Yeah. I mean, listen, I know like... And now, been... Kevin, Kevin Smith is making money. Scott's making ice cream. I mean... Oh, ice cream make money, though. Yeah, but he's got to pay the food truck mobs, and then now he's got to pay the city mobs. <laughs> the like, food truck mobs. Look, the taco truck you cartel, man, they're not a joke. Dude. Yeah, you think I'm joking? I'm not joking. Like, he's like, fuck, now I got to deal with the city mob? Like, <laughs> he had to deal with the food truck mob, and then he had to, now he has got to pay off the city, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's just do some, some ratings real quick. Jay. What are your what's your final thoughts on Masters of the Universe a Revelation and what rating would you give it? Um overall I like it a lot. Um some of the fight scenes seem a little safe. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah. so I don't know what the rating is. Like if it's a Y7 thing then I get it. But other than that, like I like it. Like I would give it a four and a half. There you go, Moses Magnum. What are your final thoughts on Masters of the Universe Revelation, and what rating would you give? I four and a half sounds good. I really like that first episode. It just gave me something new and different. You know, when the comics came out, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be the same old shit. You know, the the endless war between good and evil, and then it's like, oh, it's the end of the war between good and evil. And it turns out that, you know what? Let's keep these guys fighting. It's like when they took over, <laughs> when they toppled Saddam Hussein. Like he needed those dudes, those crazy guys to keep them in check and taking him out creates a whole other problem. And now we're dealing with this whole other problem. And, and I actually like that. That makes it interesting for me as a grown man uh, that used to watch He Man back in the day. This, this it's like, okay. I'm glad I'm going back to it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what was, what's your rating? Five out of five. Oh, you just said four and a half. You said four and a half, didn't you? Yeah, but you asked me again, and I forgot that I said it, so five out of five. <laughs> five there it is. five uh, bulging peck muscles out of five. There it is. There it is. Uh, Oz, what are your, your final thoughts on if, Masters of the Universe Revelation and your rating, please. If I can push Kevin Smith out of my mind, <laughs> uh, it, it's a four. It, it's well done. It's well animated. Everybody acting in it is good. It's Sarah Michelle Geller. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even, well, I mean, yeah, she's, she's the worst one in it. And really? everybody else is, yeah. It, it, she's a little flat and just 
I got problem. I got problem. Huh? She plays tuba. Oh. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not saying she's horrible in it. She's just, I guess, overshadowed by the great cast around her. Yeah, she's not a standout voice for sure. Because I didn't think I didn't watch it and think like I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. I used to make her latte all the time, and she was awesome. But yeah, I she wasn't a standout voice in this thing. As Tila, yeah, like it's the character. It does the job. But it's like, oh, Evelyn, that's Lena Headey. Oh, Mark Hamill is Skeletor. Because, you know, like they, those resonated with me as I watched it. You know, even without knowing Lena Headey was Evelyn, like I'm like, oh man, that's tight. And, uh, but for Tila, up until this moment, I didn't care who Tila was voiced by. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, for me, I, I really enjoyed the show, I like it a lot. Uh, I can't wait to finish this last episode and hopefully get some more episodes coming soon. Uh, yeah, it's just a really interesting take on that world and to watch where everybody ends up, you know, in the wake of what we would consider some of the like main characters disappearing and getting taken off the board. It was really interesting. So yeah, I, I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. I liked it a lot. So yeah, it's good stuff. Like I, I, you know, I, I don't know if it's uh, enough for me to necessarily be like, oh man, like I'm getting immersed into uh, He-Man fandom all over again. But it's definitely enough to keep me watching. So, and I bought the the prequel comic, but I haven't read it yet. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting to figure out. Or to read that, I, if if I was a good uh, a good producer, I would have finished it and then talked about it. But I oh, we don't expect you to be a good producer. I know. Listen, I didn't expect it of myself. I was like, "What? Who? Like, who bought look, this?" If you don't have expectations, you don't feel disappointed. That look, there it is. That's what happens. Listen, listen, listen to Uncle Magnum, kids. No expectations. <laughs> Shoot, shoot, shoot for the ground, kids. Shoot for the ground. <laughs> oh, everybody else to shoot for the ground. <laughs> and honestly, if they disappoint you when you expect them to sh- fuck up, you're <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no, I'm just playing. Like, like you won't be disappointed because that's what you expect. Hopefully, yeah. no kids listen to this show. <laughs> it's not it's not for you. It's not that we don't want you around. It's just this isn't well you don't you hung up on that like 10 year old kid that called the other day. Well yeah, listen well, the other day, it was like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We were like, how did you how'd you get this number? No. <laughs> where where are your parents? Just like you know, he's like, I love I'm... like only the TV is my only friend. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I gotta so anyway. go interview that kid. <laughs> Uh, he'll, he'll he'll call back in like five years and be like, "Y'all were my formative. Y'all are my role models." Yeah, we could have been his paternal figures, man. Right there yeah. is. Oh my god, you don't got no kids, man. I, I feel certain- I feel bad for the kid that is raised by the four of us collectively. Uh, nah, look, that's, 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 look, honestly, like a remake of Herman's Head with us in Herman's Head 
would be awesome. I don't know, man. I feel like I'd be that friggin' that would make me like the the dude with the glasses. Yeah. yeah you're the conscience. That, yeah. yeah. Huh? You're the conscience. You're the one that Oh, the conscience. So I'd be the, the woman? Okay. Look, <laughs> sexist, whatever. No, I'm just saying that's that was the conscience, right? Right. So you were there's only four people in there, it said, right? I thought it was five, but yeah, it could be four. It, I remember that they had like the input, the fat guy, right? That was like the input, yeah, the, input the id type, right? And then yeah. you had like the yeah, the 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 intellect. That's me. Here, <laughs> <laughs> you have the glasses, <laughs> and then you had the yeah, you had like the the sweet person, like that was like his conscience, which was the woman, and I think That's there was you. one other. Who, who was there? One other person. There was the there was two women. There was the one that was the uh, the blonde chick, pretty girl, and then the one that voices Lisa Simpson. I, I don't remember a second woman, but I, she was I, like I, the I, or something. I haven't watched I haven't watched Herman's Head in decades, so they were, it, I loved uh, it. Though I loved Herman's Head back in the day, man. Angel, Angel was his sensitivity. Animal was his basic drives. Mm-hmm. Wimp was his anxiety, and genius was his intellect and logic. And there's so jealousy the that showed up once. And no, jealousy was Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, he was like a guest star in whatever. Oh, that people coming in and out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and God apparently, Leslie Nielsen was God. That fits. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't have anything to say about Herman's head, Jay. You know, I it. remember not liking it. Um, and that Lisa Simpson was in it. And I, there was one episode where the fat dude was like, he had toned himself down because they were interacting with this little girl or whatever. And he got like super protective, and that's everything I remember about Herman's head. There's an episode where the uh, Lisa Simpson is naked. Well, they're all naked, but you know she's there. Oh, <laughs> Dude, that's hot. Is it though? <laughs> yeah, she's cute, especially back then. She's she was like yeah. really cute. All right. I guess we should do some news and talk about Comic-Con at home. You want to do a news theme or a... What's the other option? I mean, I don't know. Like, you're doing Comic-Con at home. Is that a topic or is news? No, no. Let's just... We're just gonna let's just it. jump into it. All right. Woo! Comic book news. We should have a... Like, uh, like Kurt... <laughs> Well, not, not like that, but like. All right. So, Comic Con at home happened this past weekend. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what's I, I just, I, like, I just, I'm just like, uh, I just feel, I feel like it's so crazy to think that we live in a world now where it's just like, 
Comic-Con happens and I feel nothing about it. Like, it's so weird. Like, it's like, and like, even if it's like, you know, I remember last year, like feeling like, oh man, I can't believe we're not going to have Comic-Con. That sucks. And feeling like, like, I, like I missed it. You know what I mean? Like I wanted it to be there this year, whatever. If it comes back, it comes back. <laughs> if it, if it, and I'm like, why? Why did it? Why did that happen so quickly? I don't know. And like, don't get me wrong. Full disclosure, I'm in a different place right now. So you know, it's like you know, I'm that. This very well could just be me. So you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and just you know put that out there. Like, hopefully next year I feel different. Especially considering that hoping next year we could have like an in person Comic Con and maybe yeah. I'll be like, oh, I want to go to that. But right now, like I will say, like even like right now, I feel as if I might still still feel this way, even if there was like an in-person Comic Con and I was just like, I don't know. Like I don't know. Like, especially like, you know, uh every so often, you know, Marvel will sit out like they they might take a year or two, uh like Marvel Studios might take a year or two off of Comic Con. Uh and you know, DC has done it every so often as well not as regularly as marvel does but you know it's happened before and then this year you know both of them were just like no we're not doing it and i'm just like man that's kind of you know like it along with the fact that there are a whole bunch of other people that just chose not to do stuff at comic-con because they're like we'll just do our own thing and get more attention you know when we decide to do our own thing and it's just like it just kind of feels like you know, it, it almost feels like Comic-Con, like what happened to E3 might be happening to Comic-Con a little bit where people are like, is it really worth that investment and trying to like, uh, is it worth trying to rise above all of the cacophony of everyone else's noise that they're making, like to do so much more to make sure you get noticed at all with everything that's happening. So. You know, I don't know, man. I just, I felt, I, I laughed because I, there was a small part of me that kind of felt like, you know, I was a little over it. You know, it, it's what a weird thing because it's something that we all enjoyed doing. And as time went on, we had so little uh, time <laughs> to actually just go down there and spend mm-hmm. time with each other all four of us and other people, mm-hmm. the usual people we run into. And mm-hmm. that social aspect is something that I miss. Some yeah. of the that you see is, is, is there too. I know Emily, like today told me like she got, because I guess around this time is usually every two years or so it'd be around like today and yesterday, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, she'll get, with social media, they're like, hey, they got to keep you engaged. So they're like, hey, this happened this time nine mm-hmm. years ago, you know? And she's like, she told me, that she's like, this thing came up. I posted this. And it's like, I really miss being at Comic-Con. Yeah. And here's one that popped up for me yesterday, and uh, which is uh, me, Larry, and uh, Hey Jewish from chat. Yeah. And he looks totally <laughs> different <laughs> than that. He, 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 he actually... Uh, I thought he had grown up to what he was going to be for the rest of his life, but he turned out to be a, a strapping young man. Like, he could be in He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> could know? be Evil Lynn. Yeah, he could be Evil <laughs> <He's not that, laughs> yeah. But, um, 
but yeah, it, it, it's just like that thing. Like I remember that night clearly. Like it was just a night we were drinking, talking shit, and eating good food. You know, um, yeah. and, and you know, it, but you know, Derek H says here, uh, seven hundred thousand dead people will make your priorities change, and will it? That's not for real. But will it? Like it doesn't. <laughs> well, look, not everyone apparently. Well, <laughs> Look, 50% of the population. Now, if you look at it in the terms of how we talk shit, it, comic books, pop culture, if Thanos were to tell you in March of 2020, if I could just snap, half of the people will die and half won't from this deadly pandemic, and then you just get to live into a grateful universe. <laughs> you know, looking back now in 2021, it's like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Like, honestly, we're and now I'm in a a dark place for the last year, nine months dealing with all this bullshit, trying to run a business during this shit and having somebody tell me like, oh, it's going to kill only the weak if I don't wear a mask. And I'm like, well, if you're strong enough to withstand it, but the person you love most in this piece of shit, dirt rock floating in space. Is the weak one that dies? What the fuck good is that strength for you to live with that pain of the one person you love the most dying from this shit? And then he shut the fuck up. You know, because it's like, it's really like, if if it was a 50-50 thing, the shit would be easier because we'd be over with it by now. But it's not. And you don't know what it does. And you don't know what it's going to do six months from now. And you don't know what it's going to do three years from now. And at this point, it's like, if you're going to, like, Joe go to the theater. I'm not going to the theater. But, Joe, look, we all wish we would decide how we're going to die, you know? And now people that decide to go to the theaters, like, technically, they're getting that free will to decide how they might die. Joe, Joe's, <laughs> decided, Joe's decided Snake Eyes is going to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> That, being able to decide how you're gonna die is a beautiful thing, and I, I, you know, like I've been thinking about it a lot because it's like I'm getting older. I don't know what if I'm gonna have cancer. You know, I got hereditary shit, whether it's mental shit or uh, endocrinological shit, and it's like, yeah, you know, at, at some point I'm gonna have something tell me I'm gonna die, and I'm gonna be like, do I want to really try to prolong this pain, or am I gonna be like, you know what? Today is the day I choose how I'm going to die. And, uh, you know, it's something I think about a lot. And it's like, yeah, right now, motherfuckers don't want to get vaccinated. Don't want, they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm kind of, if they were just telling me, I don't want to wear my mask because I, I think this is how I'm okay with dying. Like, you know what? Respect. I'll cut your fucking hair. I'll still put a <laughs> mask on you because I'm not going to be the one giving it to you. I deal with a bunch of motherfuckers. You know, I go to the gym. It, it, look, I don't know. There's a whole new level of prejudice now because it's like if somebody says I'm vaccinated and I look at them, I'm like, you ain't vaccinated. <laughs> I, like, there's, like ageism, there's ageism involved, rages, uh, rageism, ageism involved, rageism, racism. Like there's all these factors that come now where whether I decide if they're vaccinated or not. You know, it's like, you, like I got three TikTokers count. Yeah, you might not be vaccinated. 
And that's how I that's why I live that's how I live my life every fucking day as I do business, as I try to get my body in tip-top shape to in case if I get this, you know what? At least my blood's circulating to give me a fighting chance. Oh, <laughs> you know? oh out here looking at folks like you got that was, high viral load look. I was <laughs> What's the shit that we reviewed recently where they, they gave they made a Terminator thing? <laughs> and it's like uh I forgot what we were reviewing, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm walking around like Terminator, like, oh, uh, it, it, demographic 22 to 26, uh, pants sagging like this, skin complexion like this, uh, a cross tattoo, uh, believes in higher power. Yeah, not vaccinated. You know what? I'll see you six feet away from here, you know? Oh, man. Uh, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a... It's a weird world to live in, and there's certain things like I know, Larry. You hung out with me at the barbershop, cut your hair, mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. said, you know, I really do want to get together and hang out with Joe. And it's like, and I know, you know, because of how I talk about going to the theater, I'm not going to a fucking theater. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to a fucking bar. I'm not, you know, yeah. I maybe I'll go to a restaurant if I can make a reservation for myself and and do that. I'm not even trying to eat like that as it is. So, you know, I, I'll figure something out for the situation. Right. You know, and I told you, I'm like, well, oh, well, if you, you told me, I, I don't know what you're going to be like to hang out, you know, what you're up for. And I said, look, if it's you, me, Joe, maybe smoking a joint, drinking a few brews and talking some shit about comics or shit about life in general, like I'm willing to die for that shit. I'll choose to die with that. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed he didn't mention me. But OK, well, you know, well, this is something, this is something that like in the. the in the next like from when he told me possibly within eight days of and i know you're not gonna be here and guess what you piece of shit motherfucker anti-tokenism uh like i'll do it for you too you know I, I i thought that i thought that went uh i thought that went without saying yeah. <laughs> but apparently, i like to hear it yeah I, yeah yeah but she likes to hear it I want you to come out here so I can take you to the gym again. And guess what? I, they ask you if you're vaccinated. You say yes. I'm not going to be like, no, he's not. Because <laughs> they don't enforce that shit anyway. So they don't care. They care about the money. <laughs> so do they, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. Do they actually ask? No, they, they were trying to at first. And then and, and people, like, even this in the height of it in last year, March, when they, they made the mask mandates, they're like, they gave me shit for not having a towel and a mask. And then when I came back, that same dude didn't have a mask. And I told him, look, I'm not mad that you made me pull out my backpack from my, the, the towel from my backpack. I'm mad that you wasted my fucking time because I have a limited amount of time before I go back to work while they let me. And, and I spent five minutes looking for my towel, pulling out my fucking underwear uh, and my fucking shit on your fucking desk to prove to you that I had a towel. And then you over here laughing and hugging with another motherfucker. But you're cool with him, so it's okay. You could waste your time like that. You wasted my time. My time's more valuable than that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time to, to coddle your shit if you're not going to be like that with everybody. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, we're all going to fucking die. We, we were destined to be worm food from the moment our first heartbeat, the moment our sonogram. <laughs> Notice the first heartbeat. So it, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Your mom from got a sonogram? From the moment your dad went like, oh, into your mother, 
you were destined <laughs> for the grave. Oh my god. Yeah. But and that's that's just it. That's that's where we live at now. And you know what? If it was Comic Con, if they said, "Oh, we're opening San Diego Comic Con, come get your white cover signed and drawn on," I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Mo, like this is how I die. Look, if it's worth it, it's worth it. Right. <laughs> you know. My right. problem is, it's like I don't want to give it to somebody that I care about and be alive when they die. I don't want to suffer the pain of that. So I yeah. think about it in that sense. But if they don't care, they're all out here doing their shit. Why should I care? <laughs> yeah. And but because there is yeah. Comic Con home, we have a Comic Con mode deal. So you can say yeah. some <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, I guess we should look, might as well go into that right now. And uh, you know, that that way we could come back and actually talk about some Comic Con. <laughs> So here we go. Here comes the money. Here we go. More money, more money, more money, more money. Greetings from Comic-Con at home. There's an award show at Comic-Con called The Eisners, if you don't know. A lot of books get awards, a lot of artists, you know, just like the Academy Awards for comics. And then if you're walking the, the sales floor, you're gonna pay inflated prices for these because guess what? They know you're gonna wanna get them because the intrigue of the, the awards and the artists are there because it's the biggest convention of the year and you can get it signed and all that. So uh, yeah, you pay a lot more for these books normally at the convention floor, but since Comic-Con's at home, Comixology is bringing you uh, a deal alongside with Image Comics on their Eisner uh, winners and nominees books. And among those is Gideon Falls. You know, Jeff Lemire's had a big year with Sweet Tooth being a success in uh, on Netflix. It was, I think, the most watched, the second most watched English language show on Netflix worldwide. <laughs> so Gideon Falls, which is going to be a TV show too, that's 50% off uh, crossover a book we reviewed here on Fantastic Forum. Check the link in the description, possibly, for uh, a review of that. But you can get first volume for like six bucks or something because it's, it's half off. There's another book called Hedron that I was intrigued by. It's just a one graphic novel and it came and went because guess what? 2020 was a weird year for comics and uh, I never got to read it. And now I get to read that whole series for like $2.99, you know? And uh, uh, Family Tree, another Jeff Lemire book, that's 50% off. We reviewed that here on Fantastic Forum as well. So yeah, 50% off Image Eisner sale. Only a comiXology. The sale ends... The sale ends sometime next week. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not posted on the website. It might just be on sale for the near future. We won't know, but yeah. As always, I'm Moses Magnum, saving you a little money with these mo deals. Good stuff, Mo. Was was that me in the background? Yeah, it was a uh, like oh, those, package. Those are some some good looking hands. Back <laughs> like with the hands of a model. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm mad that you found a use for those bowls 
in that last Oz's package because I was like, man, <laughs> I want those. <laughs> I've been giving my dog yogurt one of them. Yeah. <laughs> he had belly uh, problems, man. He needed the probiotics. Yeah. He's a, oh, he's he's a husky. A, yeah. His dog's a husky, and they they're they got sensitive stomachs because they're they're supposed yeah. to eat like squirrels and rabbits and shit, whatever they find. Yeah, kibble was going through them like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's and the wrong brand will fuck them up. Like, we're dealing with uh, hyperkeratosis and skin rashes, depending on the food we give them. Now, there was one point that my dog was eating better than me. Like, my wife was making him chicken and rice. I'm like, what? What the hell? Why am I eating chili? Last week I was on vacation and I actually got food poisoning and we all the dogs got food poisoning too and <laughs> we all ate the same thing as just chicken and rice <laughs> for like two days. Crazy. Hex out of chat saying Mo out here, you can die after you save some money. Yeah, look, your loved ones are gonna have to pay for your ass if you didn't get like life insurance. So might as well save some money so you can leave them. Those measly scents, so they can put, they can sell you somebody else's ashes. <laughs> uh, All right, so Comic Con at home. Yeah, uh, I I will tell you, you know, again, full disclosure, I didn't watch any panels. I just looked at the news did. after the fact. I, I watched. No, nobody did. A lot of those panels have like views in the hundreds. Yeah, obviously, you're gonna have your wall. That's gonna have the thousands. That's what everybody's gonna watch. But all the all the all like a lot of the regular panels views in the hundreds. And, well, and that's the content they're creating at this point. They're content creators, and they just premiere it at a certain with a schedule. Mm-hmm. You won't know until six weeks from now shit a year from now ultimately until like that video dies and nobody watches it ever you won't know how many people watch it because the panel is just that i mean half of these panels would have a 30 45 person room (laughs) in one of the halls so if they got anything over 50 they're doing they're promoting their shit more than they could have ever done it at comic con yeah and heck the chat says i was working during comic con well that's the beauty of comic con youtube channel and you can Check out all their panels. Yeah, and, they're all still there. They're up. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our guests had one. Home is what? What is left over for Comic Con at Super Spreader? Whatever you want to call it. No, Comic Con. Comic Giving. Oh, did Oz freeze? Oh yeah, he's frozen. He's on that J Internet. Although Jay's has been stable as fuck <laughs> once once we started, uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he at the beginning he's like I'm having problems. Jay, why did you? All of a sudden it sounds great, looks great, and then Oz is over here like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Oz. <laughs> well, no, I went to a couple panels. What'd you watch? Like, um, I watched the teenage euthanasia panel. Was that good? Um, it was interesting. Like, I I gotta see how it turns out. 
but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a watch. And uh, I saw that. I started watching the Mortal Kombat Legends, whatever the next movie is called. Yeah. But those guys were kind of boring. So I kind of just stopped and like fast forward to see if there was any footage. Mm-hmm. It was Raiden. Um, shit, he's the only cast member I remember offhand. Okay. But it was like the director, writer. I think there was a couple more cast members, but I don't remember. Tiger but Claw they didn't show footage, so. Say again? Oh, no. Tiger Claw wanted to see if you saw the panel for Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles. They showed a preview of the series. And I that's actually on my watch. Yeah. Now I completely missed that. Unfortunately, yeah. like I hope it's still up. I'll check it out it's as soon as my up. internet comes back. And I, I, I did watch the Amphibia. Uh, Amphibia and Owl House had a crossover panel. Yeah, which was amazing. Was it okay? Um, I would watch it just to tell you about it in case you missed it during this segment, and then I didn't get to. Oh mm. uh, yeah, Wendy Malik. She was she was just precious. Like she's over there dropping like casual swears that they have to keep like uh, bleeping out. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, so awesome! And they did like a little skit uh, at the end, like a table read skit where our house where they do like a crossover segment, and it was like not as heavily censored as like they normally are like they were able to get away with a little bit of stuff and uh yeah it was just a fun experience cool um yeah what what else or oz was there anything that you heard about or that you actually got to see after the fact that you're like, okay, that that was like interesting from coming out of Comic Con this year. No, as uh, as I did last year, I said I ain't I ain't messing with that nonsense. I'll be there in November. Impress me then. <laughs> Which brings me to the question: um, What about collectibles, uh, statues, toys, and? Did you get to see any of that? Any previews or anything coming out? Any opportunities to? I mean, there there were the usual kind of like, or I guess I yeah, I guess it's usual now because it happened last year. But there was stuff that was like Comic Con exclusive type stuff that came out of like the major retailers. You know, like there were some like Comic Con pops and some um, like stuff that was exclusive coming out of like you know like hasbro and uh what's the other company that does that often uh but i i, I don't mean for me there wasn't anything that really like floored me where i was like oh man I, I really wish i could have that but i wasn't paying as much attention to it as usual um you know one thing that did happen was they had a a robotech panel 
uh, at Comic-Con. And that was something that actually kind of piqued my interest just because, um, you know, the, the rights for all that stuff has been like in, in friggin' legal limbo for the longest time. And earlier this year, the rights finally got like worked out between, uh, friggin' Well, who I, oh, who are it's Harmony Gold and uh, can't think of, but the the people that own Macross basically, and so now like Robotech's basically going to get distributed for the first time in I want to say like twenty thirty years uh, on streaming, like as Robotech. <laughs> so if I could buy it on Amazon, that's cool. I mean, I think you can buy some, like you can buy maybe some stuff, but but because the rights are are figured out now, like there's a whole bunch of merchandise that you can get that you know, which is like and like under the Robotech name, which is what hasn't happened. No, I mean, just the show. No, I know what you mean. Like if I could buy the show, yep. <laughs> which like, actually. I'm, I'm, it's weird because it was on sale, like, it only just left Amazon, like, a few months ago. Uh, Robotech? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how... Yeah, I wanted to get work. the remaster. They had the remastered edition uh, okay. for the first three arcs. And, uh... I didn't buy them because they were selling them like one uh, one episode at a time instead of letting you buy the whole group. Mm. No, there you go. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that stuff happens sooner than later, but we shall see. But, yeah, so there was like if you're into Robotech or if that's something that you like, which, you know, it might be hard to find so many people that are just because it's been hard to like get your hands on and the kind of thing like people weren't able to really promote it, you know, I'm into but it. You, yeah. If you're into it, I, I am too. Like you, there's a whole bunch of like little cool things, whether they, they showed some, um, actually, hold on. Let me see if I can pull some stuff up. Like they have these little, um, Oh, I like, hope they re-released the game. Uh, you know what? I think they did mention, that there is a, a game that's coming, um, but it's like a, a remaster of something else that that's coming uh, soon. But it's not like a new game. But it's a remaster of the old game, right? The one that was like on GameCube. I think I don't think it was that one. I think it was actually like a Game Boy Color game they were talking about. Oh, the, the okay. game... <laughs> I want the, the PlayStation you... one where you die I... at the end. I think that's the one that was on GameCube too, or it might have been on PlayStation. Uh, was... it, the one that was on GameCube was was Battle Cry, I think. Right. And that that one was like a, uh, I, I think that's on the Switch already. Is it? Oh no, I'm wrong. I'm talking about I'm the wrong. cell the cell shaded one. Yeah, you know what? No, I, I'm wrong. That's the one you're talking about, Mo. I'm sorry, that's not on it. I think it's a different one. They, I think they have a. Uh, they have the the when I was talking about the Game Boy Color one, and it's just remastered or something. Um, I can't remember what that one's called. Like this is 
like one of the things that they're talking about here with that they like uh this is like a little model with uh friggin roy's veritech like him in the cockpit and they have one of like this and they have one with rick hunter and you know so like that like i'm just like little like things like he this, went like, out we like a g <laughs> he did but we have there haven't been things like this really like or very little like this released just because you know you couldn't like people technically were afraid to get sued and all that kind of stuff but yeah but if you don't know yeah. who has the rights like who's gonna sue you right Nobody. well no no but it's like when you say you don't know who has the rights it's not that it's not that nobody it is that the rights are being disputed yeah so you it's not that oh we don't know no we nobody knows who owns it it's multiple people say they own it so you might get sued by a whole bunch of different people like technically you might get permission from one person and they're like yeah no i got this and then yeah. somebody's like why hey you don't have permission to do that and then they sue you and stop you just because they can you know and if the people disputing it are smart they'll sue you like you'll get sued four times yeah just just to make sure like because that'll help them in their case because it's like oh i fought for it because i know i'm the rightful owner you know right but if you don't you make some cool shit and make some money yeah. Yeah. So having experienced Comic Con at home, what expectations do you have for real Comic Con? Live Comic Con? I don't even know what to call it these days. The, the one that's happening like later this year? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I look, you all know me. I'm usually the optimistic one. I, I don't know that I have any expectations for like like but before we started getting to this whole Delta thing, I might have had a little bit higher hopes, but now I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like it, I don't know. I, was, I I want I want there's a you know me in my heart, I want to say to you, Oz, it's gonna be awesome and I think it's a bad idea for it to happen and I but I still think like I I'm gonna I'm worried that I'm gonna miss it. Because it's gonna be this great thing. Look, this but, this Delta's got me, got my hopes up. Like, I might yeah, like yeah. it might be like the old days where it's it's me and like real fans, you know. Maybe. Not, not this nonsense I've had for the last few years. That's what I was gonna say. Where it's like it's gonna be a good place to spend money because it's gonna be essentially like a huge dealer's room, and artists that need to get paid <laughs> are gonna be there. Look, I might get a white cover for forty bucks. I am definitely showing up with with a pocket full of Biden checks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ready, to, ready to start slinging it around like I'm going to be the bell of the ball in Artist Alley. You're going to handle your wad. Yeah, freaking. <laughs> even Dan Jurgens will recognize me. Look, they might let us into the parties again. <laughs> know, convention man. season is is in the winter now because C2E2 is in December. This yeah, year. well, they're doing that because that's how they can say, "Oh, we do it here, pay money, and then postpone it if they need to." I, I know a lot of my concerts got like they're starting in October, mm -hmm. and I don't know if like well, they're not what they were when I bought the tickets. Like I'm only getting credit for the headliner shows now. Not like if I was going for a supporting act or or that combination of bands. <laughs> like I'm not getting that anymore. So like if I wanted, like for example, yeah. I wanted Testament with Black Dolly Murder, 
and them together i'm like fuck I- i'm in like when the, when that tour was announced like they co-headlined and i bought the ticket for their tour because they had just put out two awesome albums each or one each you know uh, respectively and now it's like they got the <laughs> the Black Dolly Murder out of the sewer with a bunch of other really good bands, but that's not the one they gave me credit for. They gave me credit for the Testament one with a bunch of cool bands too. One I'm not a fan of, the other one I'm, I'm I, I like, and then Testament I like. So it's like I would have much rather gotten. They split it, so my credit only works for certain ones, and it's yeah. like it's oh, disappointing. It's disappointing because if I'm gonna risk dying. <laughs> like, I'd rather do it with the, the Black Dollywood Murder one because they even had the flyer like they're selling the poster and it's like it's them, it's called Out of the Sewer because they're coming back and it's like a, a parody of a Ninja Turtles cover when they're looking out from the from the ground, but it's the guy <laughs> <laughs> like that. and they actually got an artist That's to hilarious. Draw. Yeah, I love it. And it's like Carnifex, Rivers of Nihil and uh and fucking Black Dolly Murder, like just those three bands alone, I'd pay top dollar for. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get the credit. But now, but they sold out real quick, too. So it's like I didn't even get to go because I'm like, well, is my credit going to work for that? Because they announced that before they announced, they told me where I was going to get my credit. And then by the time I knew where my credit was happening, like it had sold out in LA. So I either got to go to Vegas and get more super spread it or go to San Diego and miss work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas uh, is definitely not being super cautious. No, <laughs> no, they're not. It's Nevada, man. That's where I'm flying uh, into. Uh, if I fly uh, to LA, I got a quarantine. <laughs> I yeah. got paperwork. If I fly to Vegas, they don't care. They don't. Long Long Beach Comic Con got canceled for this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, no big loss. I remember when we canceled it. You you remember when we canceled it? Yeah. Oh wait, that was WonderCon. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but you know, Long Beach uh, was set for September for for a while, and now they're like, well, Well, they got canceled for a different reason though, because that's where they have the kid in the bio cages. They got canceled because the convention center is, is yeah, canceled. the convention center is housing those kids in the Biden cages, and they, they're gonna be there until September. Well, they're still there, like now they, they did manage to, to like find their parents for a bunch of them, <laughs> and uh, you know, so but there's still a bunch there that. They don't see them going anywhere for the foreseeable future. Like at this point, I'd say just give them a citizenship and put them to work and pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the easier and most cost-effective way to do it at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Start them off at a shitty credit score, like everybody else. That's the way to go. <laughs> so, so, is there any more news? Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is back. They canceled the Netflix series, and uh, you know I love the comics, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And uh, throughout this whole time, I've been hitting them on social media, like, "Wait, hey, when we get new issues?" And you know, 
And then they tease me and they're like, oh, we're back with the actual artist, Robert Hack. And uh, it's like, we're back. And it's like, it's the continuation of the series, the Netflix series in comic book form. So if you love that series, you're going to get more shit. But they're actually, issue nine is coming out too in October. So she, she dies at the end of that. It doesn't matter. Like that show sucks. So the comic's gonna suck, and they're gonna make a, like the people that like that are gonna pay for it anyway. Like so, I, I don't give a shit. I'm just the Chilling Adventures, the OG one. They're they're doing issue nine again. They're doing issue nine finally. So that I, that's all I care about. So it did come to fruition finally. I'm just mad that they they never told me like ah oh, don't worry about it. It's coming back. Like they just ignored me. Like I didn't pay them money for gratification. It's messed up. Yeah, but that's that. And then uh, back to the Comic Con at home. I didn't get. Uh, I talk. I watched the. Uh, what's the other one? What's that shit that it's the Great North panel. That was really. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it was good. They had technical issues, and my my criticism. I mean, you know, uh, I. I I put a lot of work into how the little square you see my face in uh, week in and week out. And uh, we do this live and I can't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me why some of their shit, like everybody's shit across the board on, on Comic-Con at home looks the way it does. Uh if it's all pre-recorded and that one actually made a point to talk about when they recorded it, recorded it like, a week after the finale of season one, which was sometime in May. And it, it's like it, they, they had echo problems. And, you know, it's like it, there's no reason why it should look like you're using your webcam. Like you could just everybody prop on the, your cell phone and record the panel and then just send all the files in on the Dropbox and then have pay somebody, you know, whatever. 12, 18, whatever the minimum wage is to just paste it all together, you know, and, yeah. and make it look good. Like uh, the Doctor Who panel was amazing because they actually made a set and it looked like an entertainment tonight, like off studio interview, <laughs> like they do in the news segments, you know. Cool. And so there so, were people that were in the same room. For yeah, that? they were in the same room in like the director chairs with the with the canvas and, and the wood. They were all in the same chair. The camera was a nice wide angle that kept everybody in focus. And then they had angle, they had cameras facing them. And it's like, and the, I didn't watch it. I just saw clips of it, like <laughs> because it the, the thumbnail looked like when you go put your mouse over it, like it's, it yeah. shows you what it looks like. And I'm like, man, they did a good job. So I just played it, fast forward it. And then it's like, okay, that, that that's how it should be done, you it's know. They're English, they got pride. I, you know, I I I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I think the thing is, if you make shit, you should have pride in the shit you make. That's why Fantastic Forum <laughs> looks how it looks sometimes because we put a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> we put a lot of work. Like, <laughs> how how dare you, Joe? Uh, up your pride, Joe. No, up your pride. Not, not talking about. <laughs> I wasn't laughing about the show. It's just a personal project uh, that I did that I feel so ashamed of, and it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel much pride for that. 
It's, no, it's I know. But I should, I guess. But you know, well, if you do or don't, like that's on you. Like you're entitled to it. And then honestly, it could be amazing. And if you still don't feel pride for it, I salute you because that shows a level of neuroticism that'll make good fucking content, and it'll strive you to do your best every single time you hit record on the fucking camera. So, um, you know, Oz. I know Oz does this where he he posts his unboxings and he's like, let me know uh, what you think. Before, you know, he just gives it to us and, and we see it. And uh, I know I have a Sandman review. I've been teasing it on the on the live stream and I, I don't feel like it's ready. Like, I have to reshoot the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, and it was actually done well because I didn't, that particular week, I didn't have time to actually sit and shoot something. So I did it, like, across multiple days at different points of the day so it, it looks like when you edit it together it just looks like you're following me throughout the whole day and I, throughout the whole day I'm just giving you a little tidbit of what I thought of Sandman Lock and Key mm -hmm. and uh, but I'm still not happy with it so I, I gotta redo the whole thing and that's what happened I, so shot, I shot a video a couple days ago and I started editing it last night and realized something was off and i literally set up a whole different studio to to make an apology video for the quality of the video <laughs> that i was working on <laughs> so that's coming soon so you and did a, you did a sec you did a, a second shoot to apologize for the quality of the first shoot yeah look i stood <laughs> in a in a barn that was 82 degrees was 80 percent humidity to shoot an apology for uh, for what like the little mistakes that I noticed in the video that I was making. So this is this is what I do for you, the people. Yeah. It's subscribe. The thirteen of you that. <laughs> <laughs> but you are the most important thirteen. No. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that. I don't know, like, I, I guess when they think of a Comic-Con panel at home, they're just like, ah, just give them whatever. You know, that we were talking about the numbers that these videos get earlier, and that one was had uh, 1,900 views. And I know for... for what, the Dr. Hugh? Uh, no, it was the, the Great North. <laughs> Dr. Oh. Hugh. Hugh, I know. I don't know what <laughs> happened there with Dr. Hugh. Even though that sounds pretty cool, though, for, like the name of something, like Dr. Like, Hugh. Yeah. That's it the sounds, person, the colored doctor. <laughs> yeah, the tokenism doctor. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm sorry. Uh oh, Oz, Oz left. His Oz life. had to be off camera. He couldn't laugh too hard at that. He's like, I might. <laughs> I enjoyed that too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have a thousand nine hundred views, and it's like, I know cooking videos that have more, <laughs> you know, and it's like, but it's the Great North, and it's like the. The honestly, the quality of it is just what people are going to be drawn to. I know um, one of our past guests, Jessica, saying uh, oh, yeah. we, we did a video when we were talking about the Mandalorian finale. She was one of our guests here, and she did a video that's actually a very um, – it's a good video. Yeah. Uh, it, it's about uh, indigenous in pop culture, indigenous people's mm -hmm. representation in, in pop culture. And uh, she interviewed Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. And he's been writing comics and stuff, and it 
it didn't show up on the Comic Con at home. Uh, like I'm, I was actually actively searching for it because I knew it was coming up, and it, it doesn't. Show up. It didn't show up, so I don't know if they rejected wow. it or wh what happened. Uh, I know you could see it on on her socials, but that's not the point. The point is is being part of this thing. So I, I don't know who picks and chooses what, or if there's some quality control. But if you need consultants, uh, I'm available. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you to fix shit in 15 minutes. And uh, there was another one where it was like a couple of the dudes from like Mad Magazine and like Sergio Aragonez, mm -hmm. and they were like spotlighting Jack Kirby. Okay. And I, I want to hear those dudes talk about Jack Kirby, but it's like it's literally like their cell phone camera and their cell phone audio without a headset. Like, and it's wow. like, dude, like these are. Sergio Aragon is a legend to me. And right. it's like, he has a nephew that knows how to use technology. <laughs> <laughs> now, it wasn't even that bad, but it just takes me out of that experience. It's like, if you're going right. to do Comic-Con at home, give them an experience that they feel like they're at Comic-Con at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my yeah. biggest criticism about it. And that's... Uh, that's kind of what I do here, and I know I get annoying with you guys about shit, but it, it's oh, yeah. because of that, because we're creating an experience. You know, if you only watch us for 30 seconds, those 30 seconds are going to be an experience. You know? Listen, I, no, every one of us at this point has been railed on by you for what what our camera quality looks like or what our internet connection is like or what our backgrounds what's in our backgrounds what's not in our backgrounds yeah. like, you know? and the, and i personally at least have witnessed it once where you did it to yourself and i was just like that's weird yeah you know <laughs> like you basically like almost cussed yourself out which is a strange oh yeah thing to do, and hey. it's just like i y'all do this for me like i don't yeah. get anything from but, that oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> you feel free to keep that that dialogue inner if you want but I would don't suggest that either because, you know, you shouldn't talk so disrespectfully to yourself. Mo yelling at me <laughs> was the, the push I needed to get this camera. <laughs> I was on the fence, and then he, like, yelled at me in text. I'm like, okay, well, then I guess I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't like how out of focus some of the things were. Like, honestly, because he doesn't – if you don't watch Oz's unboxings, like, they're great. Like, it makes me yeah, want to watch everything. Except that when he does the at the end when he brings everything out and he's holding it from here to here is out of focus and all you see yeah exactly like he's showing you this is what I got this is how it looks in my hand and it's like that's the selling point right here is where it should be in the most focus wow this looks really good yeah <laughs> and if you look the funny part is, this isn't the camera I'm going to use for those. Videos. Oh, see, he's going to have to mess it up. Yeah. I'm using the old camera because it, it, yeah. I, I'm actually working on the Oz's package because everything. My, I was going to be passive aggressive about it and just do my own Oz's package, and have it like. Was it actually you were going to keep it like Oz's package still? But yeah, you know it's, I'm handling Oz's package. You're handling Oz's package. Yeah. Uh -oh. And and you know I got I set a I bought a a a placemat to set it down like a background I got uh three cameras set up like everything Dang. and I'm like I want to show him I want show him what gonna he make your package do. look better than you make it look right. <laughs> I'm like, I need to buy two more cameras. 
but it's it's a lot of energy and a lot of uh, a lot of work. So yeah. it's like, why don't I just be constructive about it? Yeah, it's easier to do that. But I still have I actually have what I bought. Like I still haven't opened it. Like <laughs> it's there to do that. I don't Got even it. think anybody else could buy any more of it. Like it's a discontinued item. No, jeez. Oh, bottom out. But you'll have to hit like, subscribe, and the bell to find out when that comes out. So, any more news before we get to our final thoughts? Uh, Frank Miller is uh, is going to Thought Bubble uh, convention in England. Really? Yeah, even though nobody wants him to go. Oh, why don't they want him to go? There's a lot of people from the Muslim persuasion in England, and they're mad about it. And they actually spoke mm. to the Thought Bubble convention people. And like, I, I don't want to be, you know, th- he's. They're still mad at him at Holy Terror, and yeah. uh, about Holy Terror, and I, rightfully so. I mean, yeah, the yeah. world's a different place, especially for Muslims, you know. And uh, as time goes on, and we're less ignorant about those issues, it, it, you know, we can see how we can actually you well. Look, this is me making excuses because I love Frank Miller, but we can actually use Frank Miller's uh, Holy Terror as a learning moment or a teaching moment about knee-jerk creative reactions in comics, which is something that happens and some, half the time we don't even know that it happens, you know? There, so, but one of the um, small press people said, I, I don't think I can, I can be going to you guys if... Uh, if you have uh, Frank, Frank Miller, and oh, no. they said, "Oh, you know, we're gonna handle it. Don't worry, and uh, we want your business. We want you getting the booth and everything." And then, like eight weeks later, <laughs> which is I think two weeks before the show happens, they told her, "Like, yeah, you're the acceptable loss." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is not surprising. Like, we need like, Frank. We need Frank. Yeah, I mean, Frank is Frank. And look, yeah. Frank not, might not be here for a convention, a live person, true. in-person convention in 2022, you know? Yeah, true. Uh, so just anybody trying to get their Dark Knight returns, uh, signatures and shit, like, they're going to pay premium for that. And that's the problem when people think about ideologies and shit and it's like, ah, you know what? The only ideology that really matters to anybody is fucking money. So well, you know, it's interesting though, that. I feel like that's changing a little bit. Like, I feel like, like there, there was a point in time where a person like that, like a small press person like that wouldn't necessarily have made that stand. They, they would have wanted to, yeah, but they, they would have been like, nah, but you know, it's like, there's a, like I, I feel like there's a generation of people that are growing up that yeah. are, well, are we, very we're, principled. We're in that in between that flipping of pages of uh, human history, <laughs> you know. Like it, it, yeah. it, we're we're in a transition stage, and uh, you know I've said this. Uh, when was I uh, about four years ago? Where it's like you know healthcare is not going to be fixed because we have too many old people that need taken care of. Once they die off. <laughs> and we have a, a new slate of people, you know, people of our generation that aren't having kids. And we're going to see where, you know, we might have a shot at uh, a universal health care thing in a reasonable way. And then once, you know, it's a pendulum swing. So then once the, the, the few that did have kids, their kids have like nine kids 
or we have a catastrophe or a war where it, it puts in the social unconscious for them to ha breed more, then we're going to have another problem. But by then I'll be dead and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So it, it's just that that that's where we're at with this, too. It's like, yeah, the society is changing. Like the, the portrayal of um, Arab people, I'm not even saying Muslim because of religion, just Arab people or people of color in, in media is changing like they're not you know they're not your liquor store owners <laughs> anymore they they don't speak in the accent anymore as much you know like it, it's changing but we still have that old that old uh way of thinking still around and still uh having some form of value and, and you know it, it's only about five more years like yeah you know i, I would tell uh the, the that person i forget the name and i forget the, I didn't do the pre-production as, as well as I should have. Uh, but I, I would tell her, like, hey, you know what? Let him make his money because it's the last he's going to make in a couple years. It's the only thing he can make during pandemic. And uh, it's what you can make during pandemic. So make it this year because next year you might not be here. And in five years, people that think like him or felt like him in that moment and expressed it in that way and have some form of influence might not be around. Did, did Frank Miller ever like re, re, express any remorse for that? Or no, he, uh, like, that I don't think he expressed remorse. I, I know one of his comments when asked about it or in the last few times, I know he had a health thing, so he deteriorated and he, he shied away from everything for a good four years or so. Mm -hmm. uh, but he said that, you know, I write what I feel in that moment and that's what comes out. And that's a snapshot of where I'm at in that point in my life. Mm. And it's not, you know, necessarily where I'm at now is not where I was before that, mm -hmm. but it's where I'm at. And, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, again, who wasn't like, that? <laughs> you know, there's a, a you know, 75% of Americans were in the same boat he was. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, you know, they just didn't put it on paper. They just, they just, nobody give a fuck what they thought, you know. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Like that's really it. And then now we're with internet and shit. People feel like people think they care what you think, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and so it gives you a, a a platform. He had a platform that you. He had a platform that that small press person wishes they had back then but now the small press person has it now and it's like there's money to be made for everybody wait it out and don't don't shy away speak your truth in fact if you paid your 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 booth rent for that show and and then actually like made a little instagram live of like frank miller go fuck yourself like you make a lot more money in the next couple of years that's probably true you know so it's all, yeah. Who knows? Like it's it's interesting. Look, yeah, like you go either way on that one. But the thing is, you know, it, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's a weird thing, the way everything, the business itself works. It's like you know, yeah. you have you're in a the world we live in, and I know from myself, like I do business, and some of my ideals affect how I do business. Yeah. And I have the freedom to actually be able to do that and, and take that into account, right? And, uh, and make it part of my my life business model. And that's a bit of a, like having that freedom is is great. Yeah, and, it's a luxury. Yeah. 
But make it to a point where somebody like putting it in the hands of somebody else to tell you like you're the acceptable loss. Right. What? I, I'll, pay you, I'll pay you the money. It's my tax deductible. And then I'll tell him to go fuck himself. And then if you <laughs> refuse to not have me, you might be on the wrong side of history in five years. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be that badge on my vest or that va- that notch in my belt as I make my a name for my business here. Right. You know? <sighs> All right. Uh, anything else we need to talk about Comic-Con wise? Uh, like I... I will say that there was a a, a wheel of, or a, a presentation for Wheel of Time, which I think is supposed to be supposed to eventually come on Amazon. They said it, it, November was the time frame. Yeah, uh, I know we, we mentioned it a couple of times, as, like you know, fantasy novel. It's supposed to, it's really good. I haven't finished it. Joe has. We're we're both looking forward to it, uh, even though Joe is much more skeptical. But. <laughs> Than I am. Well, it, like, but I mean, but, but I'm getting there. I'm getting. Yeah. Oh, say again. You were excited about Foundation. Yeah, and you know, I, I I read some stuff recently where I'm like, oh, like that Foundation show may not be as good as I'm hoping it will be. Like, it, well, I shouldn't say that. The show looks good. It may not be as true to the source material as I was hoping. That's that's oh, what I should say. Kevin Smith joint. Gotcha. No, not a Kevin. Like, it's every adaptation, really. <laughs> Well, isn't the see, but that's the thing where it's like there's deviation and then there's deviation, you know? And so that's how it is. Because I know like, well, let me put it like this. One of the core concepts of Foundation is that it's a story that's told over a long span of time where it's like you you literally are looking at the, the history of, uh, a galactic empire unfold in front of you. And so because of that, you move through different points of time and there are different protagonists in each moment in time uh, that you follow because it's like, you know, obviously there's these are still people. They don't live forever. So, you know, if you're covering the span of thousands and thousands of years, you have to move to a different person. Now that it like what I read was basically they're saying like oh well we figured out a way to have it so that you can have like particular protagonists through each era, and it's like you know if you're either extending the life of people like basically it's like I don't need to see somebody that was there in the one you know X one hundred and then I see them there in X twelve. 12,000 or 12, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what foundation is. And so, but that's one of those things where people are like, well, people are going to want to follow somebody, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, I that's not the story you tell. huh? I read I read something that made me think that it wasn't going to work uh, when I watched some of the previews on Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. And it said uh, executive producer David Goyer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna work. Like, yeah, uh, he brought you Man of Steel, right? Like, wasn't he one of the dudes that did hey, Man of there Steel? You go. Hey, man. Yeah, that's that's quality DC films, man. That's cinema. They DC'd up Asimov. We'll see. We'll see. It'll probably but- be enjoyable as a show, and I'll I'll take that. You know, it's like I I love good sci-fi, so yeah, but it'll I'm probably not... be good sci-fi. It just probably won't be great 
a great foundation show. But I might be wrong about that. I, I hope I am. Because I nothing would bring me more joy. Like, foundation is literally... Larry, the world we live in is that your optimism is obsolete. Like, <laughs> it's not, stop trying to be who you were because who you were is not going to let you where we're going to be in the next five years. Listen, all I can do is be who I am, Mo. It's like, uh, look, I, I may not, I may not have, shit. <laughs> I may not have enough optimism to to believe that Comic Con will be good this year, but I, I have just enough to hope that foundation will end up being a good foundation show but we'll see like they're, they're making it a tv show that that by itself shows a whole lot of promise but we'll we'll see yeah okay. i'm at the, I, I like if i like it and knowing that in my head i got to read some fucking books now and it's like i i mean look it, it like and here's the messed up part is like people that like that show are probably going to go and some of them will go and try to read the books and I will be I won't be surprised that they won't like the books. Yeah. Cuz Asimov is not an easy read and it's not like well no well that's not true. I not going to say it's not an easy read but what I'll say is there's going to be a lot more emotion and and probably drama in the show than there will be in the book cuz the book is more of an intellectual kind of exercise and you know it's like him helping invent science fiction because the books are that old so have you um have you watched mythic quest no i would like to though it looks yeah. funny uh, it's amazing it, yeah. it's brilliant yeah. like it looks really funny um asimov is in it what yeah <laughs> is in it. really and, yes and what they do with him is it it, it shows you how much like how good this show is <laughs> just in, in that, that type of storytelling, you know, yeah. and, uh, it, it, you know, equating it to the video game industry and, you know, um, I know like, I remember hanging out with Tom McFarlane at that one comic con 13 years ago. We don't have pictures of that because we couldn't afford cameras back then. And our phones didn't take pictures. <laughs> <It's true. Yeah. laughs> I, I, you know, the camera I had, uh, had that guy saying white words in it, and that camera just fried with, and it fried the memory card with it because it was like lawyer with the white words, yeah. <laughs> lawyer, lawyer, and doctor with the white right. words. And the white you know, words. if you listen to Fantastic Form, you've heard those words in the past. But, um, but yeah, and, and I remember uh, when he we were talking about that Thirty Eight Studios game, The Knights of Amalur, and uh, when. Todd told us, "Oh yeah, yeah, Ari Salvatore is uh is writing the story," and then Joe's like, "Yeah, oh, like," and I think those dudes in Mythic Quest were like standing next to us when we had that conversation because they built that aspect of the show around the conversation we had of having a literary person make a big MMO type game. Or role playing game, and I'm like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, dude, like this. We experienced that aspect of that at the beginning, and then here they show how much of a success it is. But they go back and show you how it came to be and where it yeah. can go. And uh, I don't know what season three would be like a myth and quest the way it ended, but 
it, they might need to get like an Asimov type person to write that season and, and tie it all together. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's cool to hear. All right, Jess, let's get out of here. Let's do some final thoughts. Thank you. My mouse is dying. Oh no, the mouse is dying. Okay. Give me some final thoughts, buddy. Um, so I'm gonna make sure I check out the Samurai Rabbit panel. Um, hopefully it's still up, so I can check that out. Sounds good. Oscor, final thoughts. Uh, we basically talked TV and and movies today, but we do do comics. We will probably do comics next week. But if you have uh some comic that you want us to talk about check out let us know in the comments and if you're a creator with your own independent comic then let us know hey we'll check it out we'll give you an honest review do i have to put it in the comics or can i just say it right now like <laughs> you can say it right now i want to talk about batman reptilian ideally you'd do both but okay well i'll do it in the comics after the fact uh, I, I'm actually uh, working on some one shots, and we got, I talked about the Sandman lock and key. I teased it. It sounds like I'm being self-deprecating, but I'm really just intriguing you to, to hit the like, subscribe, and the bell to watch it when it comes out. And uh, yeah, I there's a one shot for Batman Reptilian coming out as well. So stay tuned for that uh, on our Instagram. If you like the mode deal we did today. Uh, Heck sent me another mode deal that I should do, and since I had already done that, that's going to be on our Instagram soon. And uh, yeah, so you got to subscribe to the, us on that at Fantastic Forum at Fantastic Forum on everything. We're not that active, but you'll get what you need when you want it, even when you don't know you want it, even when you don't want it, we'll give it to you. Oh no! You love <laughs> oh no! <laughs> For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, as Mo and Oz uh, said, you know, like, subscribe, uh, friggin' hit the bell notification and hearts and likes and all that. And the links in these different areas. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you taking this time because, you know, we like to talk about this stuff. We hope that you like listening to it and we would love for you to join the conversation when you can. We're the Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out.